0: To Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe, we would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Everybody and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I'm really excited. I'm going to say that every week. I mean, am I excited every week? You know I'm excited every week. But I'm really excited this week because it's going to be a fun night. We've got some cool stuff to go over. And I probably just wrote my favorite haiku poem I've ever written in my entire life. So that makes me all excited. You'll hear more about that in just a little bit. Things to go over before we get started. I want to let you know the number to call in. If you would like to call in and read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. Now, as I go over this next stuff, please make sure you are getting out your pen and pencils and quills and notebooks and ink pots and parchments and journals All that good stuff because we will be getting to our inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop in just a moment. So you'll want to be prepared for that. But first, I want to remind everybody that our Poetry for Prizes drawing winner for last month for our Poetry of Place was Annie Tillery. Congratulations again to her, and in just a bit, I will be going over the information about as well as how to qualify for the next Poetry for for Prizes drawing. All right, but before we get started, I want to make sure that we take a moment and thank our sponsors, those who helped contribute towards our 2023 broadcasting license, and this is so important because were it not for them, we would not still be here. You guys hear me talk about that every week, but it's absolutely the truth. You know, it's it's easy to come and hang out and be a part of the community, and you guys have built something incredible, but they took it a step further you know, they, they reached in their pockets and helped me with this broadcasting license and made sure that we stayed on the air. And for that, I appreciate them and thank them, not only on behalf of myself, but all of you, because this is something to be really proud of that you have created here. So thank you. Thank you, sponsors. And those sponsors are, here's my artificial drum roll, Annabella Ashire. Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Miss, Jack, uh, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Krista uh, Jopek, Krista uh, Jopek's dog, T.S. Elliott, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Shesik, uh, Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, <laughs> Pineapple16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, Robert and May Ryan, Terry Galloway, and Timothy S.S.M. Melton. Now, I want to make sure that we also thank those of you who made anonymous donations so belovingly, in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, Philip Kent Church, John Kays, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. We are getting ready to have a a couple things coming up. We are going to be doing our spooky Halloween show, so make sure you start getting those spooky Halloween um, poems written. The theme for this year's Halloween show is Trick-or-Treating at the Speakeasy. Do it as you please. And then we also have our anniversary show coming up. We are getting so close to our 17th year on the air and i'm so proud of that i'm so proud of you guys i mean who thought seriously that we would still be here Seven, 17 years you guys 17 years that's craziness anyway excited about our anniversary coming up so kind of keep those in the back of your mind but for right now in the front of your mind i want your pens in hand your papers in front of your eyes and let's get on with our inspiration from the inkwell mini workshop now as i go through all of this if you don't get everything written down don't worry you can always come back at the uh, after the show is aired to our archives and listen to the podcast and start it and stop it at your leisure and get written down whatever you missed Remember, too, that we have 16 years worth of podcasts on here. So if you're ever sitting there one night and you can't think of anything to read, not to worry. Just pop on one of the shows. listen in the first 15 minutes, and you'll be off and running. All right, so let's jump right in, and I will give you this week's all-important Poet Prompts. Now, remember, Poetry Prompts, I spit my tongue, Poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. Now, with that said, the prompt can be the title of the poem, it can be a line in your poem, or the general concept of your poem. And beyond that, whatever you do with them is entirely up to you. So let's get started. And I want to throw in here real quick because – Someone made a really good point. There's no time limit on these prompts. Just get them written down. Get them in your book. Have them there waiting for you. Just because I give you new ones each week does not mean you have to write to them that week. If there's one that sparks your interest, you think cool, just have a special place in your journal. Flip back to that page. You know, things that I write, I always wrote in the front of my journal. And things I wanted to refer back to for reference or things like that, I always start on the back page to write forward. And, you know, hands would meet in the middle of the two. But that way I didn't have to thumb through a thousand pages trying to find something. I knew that if there's something I wanted to refer back to, it would be in the back of the journal. Just kind of a tip there. All right. So let's get started on these. Number one, it was a dark and poetic night. It was a dark and poetic night. Number two, call me. Call me. Number three call me 6465953965 all right number 3 then there was sunrise then there was sunrise number 4 bubbles up bubbles up number 5 stop me when i'm lying stop me when i'm lying number 6 that old car that old car number 7 Support your local port, your local coven. I wonder if a coven had like a, you know, like they do in the fall places, had like a, a baked goods. A, a, what is it? A Bake. What are they called? You know, like when they do a bake fundraiser thing. Wow, I'm getting older and I can't remember what they're called. Okay, anyway, so, you know, what if they had like a baked goods fundraiser thing. And what kind of stuff they would put in that, just food for that. All right, number eight, 19 tails nailed to the wall. 19 nails, tails nailed to the wall. Number nine, without words, without words. And number 10, and the Druid in me answers, and the Druid in me answers. That one was from Leanne. She's a, I really I like the one. But I've known her. I've known her she doesn't she, she doesn't even call and read. She's isn't a poet. She's a friend of mine I had for years. I used to live in Colorado Springs and owned a gaming store with like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon cards and sports cards and stuff. Can you believe that? And she used to come in and play in the Magic Magic the Gathering tournaments all the time. So that's cool. She hangs out, listens joins in on the page and has fun with you guys because you're cool, right? You're entertaining and cool. People who aren't even poets like you, you guys should feel really special. It makes me feel special when I see people who aren't even poets from other parts of my life interact with you guys. Martha, who shows up in chat very often, is another one of them. All right, so anyway, and the druid in me answers. Number 11, that crazy squirrel, that crazy squirrel. Number 13, persuade me persuade me. Number 14, toes take root. Toes take root. And number 15, bridge of ash. Ash. And then your honor mention bonus number 16 is things my proctologist should have told me. I heard he was a real asshole. Things my proctologist should have told me. And then my contribution for the week, number 17, her secret language. Her secret language all right, so those are your prompts for the week, and I want to thank everybody who contributed to the prompts every week I've been putting up a uh, putting up a post on my Facebook page, and so all of these prompts on here are coming from you guys, the poets. so it's really kind of fun. I never know what you guys are going to put. y'all is crazy, just telling you, just saying that, throwing that out there. All right, remember with these prompts, you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts and put any of them together that you want, or if you're feeling really froggy, remember that word, that's the word of the day, if you're feeling really froggy, you can use all of the lines in one poem. All right, next we're going to get to your pick-apart-a-prompt writing exercise, and this is something that you should do every single time you sit down to write, even if you're not writing, not even. Not just for these prompts, but anything that inspires you and you sit down to write. What this exercise is going to teach you is that what you write, what you do as a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you write to it, the poem that you write. When we hear something that inspires us, we naturally are drawn to that knee-jerk reaction of images and inspiration that your brain pulls up when it hears something. And what I want to do is get past the basic, the commonplace, the things that are typical. You know, if I say October, I wonder how many poems about autumn leaves I'm going to get. Get it? So let's go past that. Let's push the leaves aside, per se, and see what else we can find in there. You know, what's down there in the mulch and the worms and the things underneath that pile of pretty leaves. So what it does is it helps you think of things you normally wouldn't think of. This exercise does. And to do this, what I would like you to do is to take the first prompt that I gave you. And at the top of your page, I want you to write it down. And then underneath, I want you to write at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. So before you sit down and write to it, I want you to write down and think of at least six different poems you could write, different poems you could write to that one prompt. Then go to the next prompt, the next prompt, until you get all the way down to the last one, and you have at least six different poems you could write to each of the different prompts. If you get stuck on one, it's okay, move back down to the next one, you can always go back up, but... You know, just go through those as quickly as you can. Don't overthink them. Just see what pops to mind, where it goes. All right? So write at least six different prom- or six different poem ideas to each of the different prompts. You will not make it through this exercise without something grabbing a hold of you and running away. And when you're done writing it, you're going to sit back, light a cigarette or an imaginary cigarette and just go, wow, as your toes curl. I promise. <laughs> you're going to have a lot of fun with. All right. So the next thing we are going to do is I'm trying to scroll down. My computer is behaving badly. If you wonder why I've been stalling a little bit. Um, The next thing that we are going to work on is your poetry assignment. Now this poetry assignment uh, was actually inspired by Kieran Baird, 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 I'm wondering if I'm saying his name right. Carolyn Baird. If I'm not baby, please tell me so I can say it right. Okay. So each week, what I'm going to be doing for your poetry assignment, I'm probably going to do this for the months of September and October. So this is going to be an ongoing assignment that's going to change each week for the next eight weeks. I will be posting on my Facebook page each week a haiku subject prompt for your writing pleasure. Though this is, uh, this most assuredly could, it's not meant to produce great poems. In other words, the purpose of this exercise is to have some great fun. So I want you to post as many as you want, laugh, get silly, have fun making haiku messy with your muses on these, okay? Now, it will, for those of you who saw um, Kieran's post, not surprise you that this first week's haiku prompt is, let's all say it together. You ready? Frogs. Yep, frogs. Frogs haiku. Frog haikus. Doesn't that make you so hoppy? So um, get to writing those frog haikus. Come over to my Facebook pad. And make a splash on this week's Haiku Poetry Prompt post. <laughs> oh, that's so corny. So I will get that posted right after the show. But wait, there's more. All right. Your poetry exercise, your writing exercise that we're doing with this assignment, I guess this I should, yeah, your poetry assignment, is also our new Poetry for Prizes event. Now, here is how this contest differs a little from the other ones that we've had. The only way to enter this giveaway is to add your haiku poem to the weekly prompt post I put up each week on my Facebook page. So to clarify, the only entry qualifier, the only way to get into the drawing is to post your haiku prompt on your haiku, your haiku prompt, your haiku poem on the weekly haiku prompt post on my Facebook page. Try saying that real three times really fast. All right, so you can't tag me in it. Reading it on the show, you're more than welcome to do that, but that doesn't get you any more entries than like the ones before did. This is, I'm going to make a post on my page. I'm going to tag it to the top. I'm going to post the topic, and let's see how many haikus we can get written to that topic each week. All right, then I will tally all the haikus up Every haiku you post gets your name into the drawing. And then we will be drawing that the first week of November. We'll be drawing for that prize. All right. So once again, this first week's haiku prompt is frogs, which is the haiku I wrote right before the show. It's a frog haiku. And you guys will see that when I post my doodles for the night picture of my doodles for the night on my Facebook page after the show all right to round this all out remember to uh, as food for our creative souls we are focusing on reading 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 if you are not reading more than you are writing you are doing it backwards you have to have input in order to have output you must feed your brains you are what you eat and that applies to what you put in your head as well very important as our writers discipline every day in addition to your frog haikus every day i want you to go out and write a haiku poem seriously think about this for a minute if there's and i've said this a billion times before maybe not a billion but i should have i will say it a billion times in my life before yeah yeah before my my, show my eyes last time if there's nothing else you do as a writer doing this one thing will affect so many different facets of your writing your your habits, the way you write, the way you think. This one thing will change you profoundly as a writer if you do this every day. And I plan on once things slow down, I'm going to be pre-recording a bunch of um, workshops over the winter months when I'm not out. You know, I can't go out and poke things with a stick. Uh, we will be. I'm going to be doing a bunch of pre-recorded this, and this this is going to be one of the things. We're going to really get into depth on when I tell you why this is the most important thing, how many facets of you as a writer it will affect. But every day, between point A and point B, go out and find 17 syllables. There's no such thing as writer's block, you guys. If you could pick up a pen and write something, then how can there be writer's block? All right? Just get busy. Sidetrack. sidetracked all I'm asking you for is 17 darn syllables every day and if you can't go out into the world and find 17 syllables worth of information if you don't see something and it doesn't have to be a good haiku don't overthink that you're going to write a lot of shit in your life you're going to write a lot of really bad poems that's just the truth of it and you're going to write a handful of great poems and then you're going to be writing your masterpieces. But you have to get through the, the crap. You have to allow yourself to write. Not, you know, not everything in your life has to be post-worthy. You need to get past that mindset and allow yourself to just explore writing and have fun and make some mistakes and have to put a Band-Aid on your pen because that one was an oucher, Right. So don't overthink this. Every day, just go out and find something worth 17 syllables. Jot it down on a piece of paper. Carry a little spiral notebook or a little something with you and a pen. Write it down when you think about it. And reclaim 17 syllables worth of time for your poetic well-being. All right? You can always go back and fix it later if it's not enough. But write it down when you think about it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, to close this out, I'm going to run through the prompts again for this week very quickly. Remember, the prompts can be the title of the poem. It can be a line of your poem or a general concept of the poem. One, it was a dark and poetic night. Two, call me. Three, when, then there was sun, sunrise. Four, bubbles up. Five, stop me when I'm lying. Six, that old car. Seven, support your local coven. Fake sale. Ha! I got it. Support your local coven. <laughs> for eight, 19 tails nailed to the wall. Nine, without words. Ten, and the druid in me answers. Eleven, that crazy squirrel. Thirteen. Oh, there's no 12. Well, where did 12 go? We'll make that one 12. Thirteen, 14. All right, we only have 14. I wonder how many weeks I've been doing that. Okay, there we go. It's all better. It's fixed. Sigh relief. Okay. 12, persuade me. 13, toes take root. And 14, bridge of ash. Bridge of ash. Then for 15, our bonus one is things my proctologist should have told me. And my contribution for the week, number 16, her secret language. So there you go. And as I said, if you happen to miss any of those, don't panic. Don't worry. You can come back after the show is over and grab them out of the archives. And if I don't get them posted up on the page tonight, you can always send me a message as well and say, hey, can you, uh, can you message me this week's prompt? And I would be happy to do that. Okay, Poets, that is all for this week's edition to Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. <sighs> It's going to be a fun one. Get those frog ones done, you guys. Enter this contest. It's going to be awesome fun. I'm going to play an audio track next. We always stop and end every episode with an audio track from One of You the Poets. And I just got one in today, and Mr. Rebel Jones sent it in. And I have been sending him messages saying, can this go on the show? Can I play this? Hey, poke. I'm going to play it. I am. It's getting played. I control the buttons if I hear from you before the show, which I have not. And that was sent almost, those were sent over an hour ago. Those were sent at 4 o'clock. So, Mr. Rebel Jones, I'm playing your track, whether you like it or not, because that's just how we roll around here, and I think it's awesome. And I want to thank you to send it to me in all sincerity because it's a really great piece, and it makes me very happy to hear it. Because it is a poem that Rebel Jones wrote. It was some homework I gave him, but it's—it's. It's, I think this was for the homework I gave him. But anyway, it's a poem that he wrote for the late great Kings Cadence, a very close friend of his, and someone who's very near and dear to all of our hearts, one of our own poets. Um, so this is a piece that he wrote for Kings Cadence. Here you go, Mr. Rebel Jones.
1: And King's Cadence. Randy Sinclair, I miss you, man. I miss I miss all the conversations, all the time spent, on. You know? Let me let me tell y'all a little bit about how I met um the King Cadence. See, the first meeting with the King was introduced by way of a passing storm. My friend Paula, she was the homie to me and introduced this rebel to the stage in a microphone. She was close to me, like the king became, and sad story true. Now they're both gone. But I was left in the presence of another strong who is now my sister outside of blood relations. But for me, that's the norm. Cause that's how I roll, connect with folks, and then build something poetically strong. The first time I laid verse to the Cadence was when I was on the Inseparable Cadence Storm show. I talked about the history of these two hands in poetic form. He and her invited me back for more, and they called it the Rebellion Show, which allowed me to introduce some of my favorites of my own on their open mic show. And I can't even really remember how many years ago. But from that show, an unforgettable bond happened. And I gained a brother that I would never get the chance to embrace. My man's flow, though, was packed and strong. I wanted that kind of power. And the crazy thing was, was Randy would say the same shit about me. His time in my life wasn't long. But in that short period, we talked constantly on the phone and deep philosophical conversations that sometimes went hours long. It's crazy when you think about it. The faceless connections that we make actually mean something strong. And his passing, man, that was an incredible loss. But what really blew my mind was when, even when Randy spoke in just regular, normal conversation, there was a very hearable, natural cadence in his vocal tone. I miss that blended with the content of our deep, long conversations, and I wonder sometimes which brilliant minds he's connecting on his celestial travels now. By looking down at us with a smile and with a, you're looking ass. I'm gone.
0: Absolutely amazing piece. King's Cadence is someone who is super special to me, so to hear that honor him absolutely fills my heart with such joy and sadness and missing and beautifulness and pride and love for Mr. Rebel Jones because um, that's a great heart there to write that piece. And we all love and miss King's cadence and just appreciate so much that he is a part of our lives and continues to be someone who inspires and touches us all. So thank you, Mr. Rebel Jones. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> uh, okay. So now, hm. What comes next? I wonder as I scratch my head. Wait a minute, it's coming to me. Is coming to me. It's you guys, the poets. I know, right? I'm so excited you guys. Just hush, pipe down so we can get them on the air. I want to go through this real quick. Um, if you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as Mr. Jimmy. You are the first caller again this week. Congratulations on that. Um, Jimmy is our first caller. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, even if I say your name, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important that your name is attached to your work and that people know who's reading you know and remember that these episodes are downloadable so if you call in and read something you can download it on your computer open it up with your audio program and copy and paste it into a file and you'll have a recording of you reading your poem that you can use for your personal use Mm. Bet you never thought of that huh Okay, so yeah, make sure you introduce yourself, make sure that uh, people know who's reading. You can read two poems if it gets busy crazy, which, you know, usually I'll, I'll you know squeak it through somehow, but, but it gets too crazy, and I have to cut you back to just one poem. I am so sorry if that happens on your turn. I will let you know if we get to that point, but right now you're good to go on two poems. Things seem to be running smoothly right now. We are having a little bit of issue with our chat room but our lines seem to be functioning okay at the moment which makes me quite happy. 815 you are not in the lineup I saw you just jump on the board. If you'd like to read tonight press one. If you're here just listening and hanging out Um, I'm glad you okay I got you. All right good you're on. All right so anyway where was I? (laughs) Two poems. When you're done reading make sure that you give out your URL. It's really important that people know how to confine you, how to get to know you and your work better before you come back here and read again next week. Then remember that we have a mature rating. That means you're going to hear just about anything on here, with the exception of Hardcore Erotica. No bumping body parts, no tab A into spot B, nothing like that, no adult porn poems, you know, Keep a little bit to the imagination, you'll be good to go. I want to announce the lineup so you have an idea of where you are. I'm going to do the first three callers so you can, you know, know if you're coming on fairly quickly. And those callers are Area Code seven oh two, seven three one, and eight six zero. Oh, thank you, Jimmy, for answering the questions for the, the how to call into the show in the chat room. Appreciate you very much. Okay. So anyway. Yeah, what I just said. First three callers, seven oh two, seven three one and eight six zero. So let's go ahead and grab Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis. Welcome to the show, Jimmy.
2: Lila. Jimmy Ray Davis word machinist here. How are you doing?
0: I am doing very good. How are you doing, sir?
2: I'm doing great. You got me feeling froggy. I don't know. I, I'll just talk about frog <laughs> haiku. It's just, uh, I'm not normally a haiku guy, but I'm liking the frog vibe. I really am.
0: I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's it, <laughs> good stuff. It's all in good fun. You know, it's a little good rib fitting going on. Ah, like yeah. You've been
2: big <laughs> with the puns lately. I saw your remarks on Kieran's uh, post there. Do
0: you want to hear my frog um, haiku, Jimmy? yeah.
2: Yeah, let's hear
0: it. You really want to hear it? Okay. Yeah, really want to
2: hear frog you know that, Do haiku. you want everybody
0: else to hear? Okay. I don't care. It's going to be posted after the show anyway, but I'm really proud of it. Probably my favorite haiku I've ever written.
2: That's
3: big. You ready?
0: Oh, and wait. It's the first show of the month, so I'm supposed to read tonight anyway. Will th- does this count as my there reading for the month? Okay, here Two we go. Two birds,
2: one stone. It counts.
0: Right. All right, so my haiku, my frog haiku for the day is? Hop 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 splash, ribbit ribbit ribbit, hop splash 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 ribbit hop. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> I love it.
2: So fun and so fun and playful. And you know what? Why can't a haiku be fun and playful? Right? They should be. I'm also uh, happy to to see Kieran involved, uh, even if it's a little back background of the show. Uh, he's really a big fan of the show, and uh, he, he thinks you're really the best host.
0: <laughs> I have been having so much fun get to know him. I adore him so much, and he just, he's such—he's just so light-hearted, and easygoing, and fun. And he makes it so easy for me just to be a dweeb and and have, you know, yeah. He's really super cool. I'm really I'm really glad that he's here.
2: He's absolutely one has become one of my best friends online, absolutely, and I respect the, the heck out of him. Really, a great guy. We also have a, another first time first timer to the show uh, in the chat room. She's in the chat room right now, I believe. Still, Lola Lawrence. Lola on Page over on Facebook is la, 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 Lola. You can say it. And um, it, it's, uh, <laughs> no, so, I'm just so, thinking, so, Lola, Lola,
0: Lola, Lola Lawrence. I mean, Lola. That should be you a like movie that. star's name. I'm picturing right? her as this. Beautiful, raven-haired, Jessica Rabbit, sexy woman. You know, this is Lola Lawrence. Right? She should be like right, a 1940s right. star stage singer in a classy old gin joint.
2: <laughs> well, with with uh, she may call in, so hopefully we'll get to hear that. Now, Nyla, you did help me uh, tonight, so did Kieran, uh, when I asked for some requests because I was just, I haven't written much new, and... Kind of, uh, I don't even remember barely what I read last week, so coming up with something new for this week. Um, And I sent them to you, and you know what they are, because they were both your requests as well. Uh, Which one would you like to hear first?
0: I was really glad, first of all, that I actually had a little bit of extra time today, because I normally don't, but I had a little bit of extra time today. And I was actually able to sit down and read through maybe, what, six of your poems tonight, today, during the day? I got through quite a few of them because normally I don't have time during the week. So that made me really happy and there was a couple of them. I loved them all, but there were a couple that I really liked. And I think that maybe I want to hear I want to hear the um Obamil. How do I say that? O B M I L. Obmil. Obmil. I want to hear OBMIL first.
2: Right. And then by the end of the poem, I'll, I'll see if you figured out what Abmill means. Okay, here we go. Abmill. <clears throat> in the land of Abmill, a forest green and fair. In the middle of these woods, a lone cabin lingers there. No roads lead to this abode. Lonely wind caresses land. Living alone in his cabin home, a sad, confused old man. No memories haunt his mind. He knows not why he's there. Staring through backdoor screen, he tries his best to care. Phone occasionally rings his loving daughter, Jewel. Her voice sounds pre-recorded, and he will not be fooled. His tiny fridge has endless supplies of meat, water, and ale. Winter comes cold and dark, his mind grows ever frail. He's tried hiking to find someone, any town, any civilization, finding nothing beyond these woods, the finality of realization. To the west, giant mountain crags, east lies an impassable stream. In the south, fires rage and burn. North holds the mist of dreams. He feels he cannot let it go, his binding to earthly ways, but Obmil is but a station, for his destiny is paved. Opening the door one morn, finds a black road to the south, knowing he must jaunt to where madness has a mouth. He weeps for hellfire to come, sadly trudging forth until an angel appears with a smile and a finger pointing north. In poem.
0: So I don't know what Oak Mill is, but I want to know what Obe Mill okay. is more than life itself. Okay, well, so, what
2: do you, so what do you think about the place he's at? What do you think that is?
0: It could be anything. It could be someone stuck in their brain. It could be someone in prison. It could be someone in an old folks home that doesn't have their finger on reality. It could be, I don't know, it could be the center of a compass. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, I went a little – and I love your interpretations. I absolutely adore all, all of that because what's great about this piece is that every single thing you said definitely could apply. Uh, in this mm-hmm. particular case and the vision that kind of hit me uh, uh, to, to get me kick-started writing it, um, I want, I was going more literal, um, as fantastic as that may see, sound, um, or fantasy-laden. Uh, it, it, Obmil is
0: limbo backwards. Oh, I'm so stupid! I should have seen that. So because I was looking so, to see if it was like an if it spelled something out. Uh that's awesome. You're, I hate you right now. You it all the wrong ways. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just
2: had fun with that one. And I thought, you know, I end a lot of times on on dire notes. Uh, we will not bring up poor Blueberry. i I just did. Sorry, and um, but. Uh, in this case, I literally, I really did have him, he was going to be going south where, where it was hell or, or, or some interpretation of of that, uh, an iconic, uh, you know, that iconic place that we can use poetically in many ways. Um, and then at the last moment, I thought, you know what, I'm going to give this guy a break. So the angel pointed him north. He was headed the wrong direction
0: um uh, I'm, I'm i'm affecting you i am i am slowly influencing you you let one live i'm so happy <laughs> well he didn't live but he's not going to well, hell not, I'll, I'll take that as a not, win
4: <laughs>
2: not, well don't get used to it because not too many are going to survive wildwood that's all i'm going to tell you now I'm um, <sighs> <laughs> keeping you in suspenders on that one now nyla the next poem uh i actually it's an old one. Um, that obbl was new, new, newer last week or so. Um, this next poem it was from the MySpace days. One of the one of my earliest poems on there. As I'm going through the old works, and this one, rereading it, revisiting it, um, it, it does stir some. I, I think anybody can get something from this because I think uh, many of us. Uh, I think as you get older, even more so, but. Um, can connect with with the, the meat of this one, and this is called Childhood Souvenirs. Took a box to the pawn shop today. Got $37 for its contents. Not a great price for my memories. Sometimes things make no sense. That box was all that remained, last vestiges of childhood long gone. I was ordered to clean out the attic, guess I'm not a player, just a pawn. Mostly just dusty junk in that box, not really that huge a deal. So why do I feel half empty on an emotional, uneven keel? Just some old matchbox cars, a reel of unused kite string, a zippered sack of my old army men, just useless and dusty old things. Some old dog eared comics, a spy ring and some cap guns, old Laurel and Hardy videos, stuff I've now long since shunned. A couple of Duncan Yo-Yos, a stuffed teddy bear named Ray, Captain America Shield and some Legos, things that needed to be thrown away. Some cool deluxe model airplanes, tinker toys and metallic felt pens, a worn out Holland Oats cassette. Rich girl was my favorite back then. I come to my senses and run back to the shop as my heart sinks. I buy back my box for double, regardless of what she may think. For these are souvenirs of my childhood. They are me, and I won't let them go again. In peace.
0: First of all, do not let them go again until you check them on eBay.
5: <laughs> I'm no lie. That stuff I we played with as it. kids is absolutely
0: skyrocketing. Little original He-Man toys are going for you know close to like a thousand dollars. I'm not even kidding you. you. Can, it's crazy.
2: I, I know. I've, I've seen it. I've looked at them. Um, I'm, th- I guess I'm you thinking can put a thirty-seven
0: dollars. So you idiot. Thirty-seven dollars. Duncan yo-yos are just.
2: Oh. <laughs> I can uh <laughs> I guess you can put a price on memories, but actually no, what you say is actually not a bad idea because you know, you could still uh piece out part of it on ebay and still keep some memorable things and then everybody wins. Right. And you got a nice paycheck.
3: Yeah.
2: That's awesome.
0: Is gonna, so. <laughs> well, Nyla, I loved um, it. I love that one so much.
2: I'm glad you did. I love to connect, and I, and I think we can connect on that, even if it's just on, on on, on various eBay posts. Um, but uh, I love I'm the, the show. As a, as they say, the show must go on. Uh, I have a feeling my good old buddy from West Tennessee is coming up soon, if not next. And I always like to hear him. He is uh, he's a, he's what we call a doozy. Never get tired of listening to that guy. He's a good good man and a good poet. Uh, Nyla, thank you so much um i am jimmy ray davis the word machinist instagram and tiktok i am word machinist and on facebook jimmy ray davis poetry come check it out new videos every day i thank you so much
0: absolutely awesome and thanks for posting those and i'm glad i got a bunch of them I, I absolutely loved them and thank you for sharing those two with me tonight for letting me pick my requests
2: truly my pleasure you have a good night Nada.
0: You too, hon. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Our next caller tonight is from area code 7. Yes, I muted you. 731. 731, you're on the air.
6: Nala, this is Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee. How are you this fine afternoon?
0: I am doing so much better now that I'm talking to you. I've been waiting all week to hear your beautiful voice.
6: Welcome to the show. Thanks, that's great. I waited extra long before I dialed in, hoping Jimmy Ray'd get on before me. I like it when he gets on before me. he gets me all inspired <laughs> and happy.
7: And and, and uh, yeah,
6: he's he's really he's been moving up every every two or three weeks. He's got some sort of some sort of a <clears throat> speed dialing going on here, where he's just jumping into it. I think maybe he's like sipping warm Dr Pepper in the early afternoon. Maybe I don't know.
0: What does that do, warm Dr. Pepper?
6: Uh, it's got a lot of carbonation. It's got, what, like 31 flavors or something? Take your pick. Take and, your that, pick. and that how helps
0: to, you dial faster?
6: I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Uh, I'm so confused hey, you know what right thinking now. About today? By the, oh, by the way, here's your prompt, okay? You'll have to put it into words. I'm just going to explain to you what it is. And you'll know the feeling because everyone out there above the past the age of thirty knows the feeling. You you're ever been in a hospital situation? You're like really cold. You say, "I need a blanket," and they pull a blanket out of a warmer, and they throw that microwave blanket at you, and it's like, it's just like the greatest. It's the second happiest feeling that there is. Okay, I just don't know how to put it into words. So you can think about that if you want to put it into a prompt, and uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought about do you it. want to
0: know something really, really funny, Michael? Yes. Is even though it's nice and summery out, my legs were so cold today. And so I had to run out, and I got my electric blanket, and I am sitting here wrapped up in a warm blanket right now, and it feels so nice. <laughs> Really? So as you're talking about that warm blanket i know exactly that that warm blanket feel when they put that warm blanket over you and it's just like and it just cools off so fast and you want to tell them can i get another one please but you don't and yeah but yes right now i am wrapped up in a warm blanket
6: so it's so funny wow. you brought that up wow i'm gonna have to look back on this day
0: Do you realize seriously, I've taken a moment, and I know, but do you realize seriously how many serendipitous moments happen between you and I? Quite
6: a few, quite a few, quite a few, an amazing amount. I I
0: mean, yeah, makes me wonder how, why, but they do. It's crazy. Serendipity is a
6: personal thing. I only experience it with a, a very few people. I really do. You know, I, I told you the other day I was transitioning muses and we're we're writing notes back and forth to each other today and and uh you know, there there was a situation, the storyline and everything where I came to the conclusion that she was not gonna kill me and I was so relieved and you know, she says, you know, you sometimes you have to have things like that for a storyline and I said, Do you have no use for a happy ending? these uh, <laughs> young these young writers, I don't know. Anyway. Um, there is a uh, there's a quick quick thought here. I'm just gonna read one poem so is, I can take a minute. Um, do you ever, and your your listeners, they're gonna think about this. It's a, most of them will say that's the stupidest damn thing I've ever heard in my life. That boy's from Tennessee, can't you tell? But some people go, my gosh, I've done it," or "My buddy has done it." You're like riding in the car, listening to the radio, or whatever, and singing along with every song in a. Particular voice of a singer that you really like. Some people like Willie Nelson. People like Ray Price. Almost everybody can go with Gordon Lightfoot. Okay. Seriously, no matter what comes on, you sing along in that that certain person's voice. My personal favorite is Robert Goulet with the deep baritone, and it works perfectly. About never, but it's fun to do. <laughs> now, listen, there was a radio station. Well, I first heard about this. Some people were talking about it on a radio show, and uh, no, me sorry, getting ahead of myself. It was a post in Little Rock, Arkansas, that brought this up, and it was a questionnaire like, who do you, who do you pick most? And some people would blow your mind, but uh, uh, but I remember it was a radio station nearby, Haley in Mississippi. That about once a month they would come out with a new thing. Gordon Lightfoot sings every song ever recorded, and they had somebody who could imitate him really well, and uh, just I, I ran. Random handful of songs he'd sing like one line It was always funny, it was great you know, was back when Gordon was a really big star We're talking the 1970s here I go back a minute Anyway What if What if people Wrote their poems And they wrote them in the voice Of someone else, like an actor Think about it
0: That's a neat idea
6: isn't that a neat idea? I mean, not not that anybody could imitate James Earl Jones, but in their mind, they could hear it.
0: You know? I think that's a really good idea.
6: Okay, you'll work on that one. I'm going to let it slide now. I thought it was a pretty crazy idea, but you'll find something good in it. Let's talk about my buddy, Anna Donovan. And she's in the call list and goes... Read this poem later. Anyway, <laughs> I, I didn't tell her I was going to do it. She wrote a poem this week called Crescent Moon, and it was really, really cool. It, it makes you think a lot of different things, but it's all written about this, the same the same thing. Every paragraph is written about the same thing, and it's really focused, and, and I love that. Uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce the flower. Is it acanthus? acanthus acanthus anyway if i get that one wrong i'm just messed up and and that's acanthus flowers uh they they show immortality rebirth and long life okay and also makes reference to a focal point you know you're the focal point of spakeasy cafe you know that you know what that is that's like that's like you, you got your front tires and then you got your axle and where the weight all comes down at that one spot in the middle, and, and that where you, the imaginary lever rotates, that's a focal point. You're kind of like that in the show. You're definitely like that. And uh, the other thing is it, is it refers to is a parallax in there. And a parallax, it's kind of hard to, to define it, but uh, I had someone say, it's like, if you look up in the sky, and you're looking for a certain star or something, and it's not where it's supposed to be. It's over there, but that's in your mind, okay? It's really where it's supposed to be because you can't move it. So those are some things like that that go going to jump out at you. Anyway, are you ready?
0: I am ready.
6: Here, here is an enduring poem of enduring life written by Anna Donovan, and it's called Crescent Moon. Forest earth painted blank in moonlight with wind-lipped whisperings of spun silver in the shadow of the gilded crescent. Depth of purpose hovers in blades of parallel grass stands and stands in movement of itself. Rhymes in the slack precision of the arched embrace surges and thrives in the inverse sign of parallax. Grace of the dappled acanthus blooms the flower of stillness in breath-sung murmurs. At the focal point of night and day, the moon dial deepens in the dreaming of you and I. End poem.
0: That was incredible. Anna's amazing. I can see why you like that one, why you picked that one.
6: Oh, yeah. She's uh, she's been a partner in many things in my life. When she posted on it, I said, for a brief moment here, you are a master of time and is such timeless. Coincidentally, everyone who reads this, Anna, is going to wish to take a time out with you. She has no idea what I meant by that. And then I said, accept the blessing. What I meant with that is, you know, getting put in time out is a bad, bad thing. But if you get in time out with a partner in crime and you're both stuck in the corner, just the two out of you, well, that's a good day.
0: <laughs> it is indeed, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I love that. I want time out with a partner in crime.
6: There you go. You can call Jimmy back right. up and say, dude, let's find a way to get in trouble together.
0: Right? Right. I think Jimmy would be a fun person to get in trouble with. Oh, yeah. That's why You know, it's really funny. It's one of the reasons I really love some of the, I mean, I love all the poems you write, but I really have fun when you write a poem using speakeasy people, you know, or people that we know, and you write them into your stories, that, you know, because you can just see them interact with each other. It is a lot of fun.
8: Yeah. All
6: right, Nyla. Anybody wants to come hang out with me? You can find me on MikeTodd. Blogspot. Com. It's M Y K E T O D D because we were we didn't have spell check back then. Thanks so for my space. Uh, you know what time it is? I know
0: what you're going to say.
6: It's time for Mike to step aside and make room for the real poets. Y'all have a great time tonight.
0: <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate you so yeah. much. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Okay. Michael, I haven't muted you yet.
6: That's great. Why? He's,
0: because I didn't find out if you wanted to read two poems.
6: No, no, it's fine.
0: i I, I talked a lot about
6: the, uh, the Robert Guley thing. All right. Well, well if you decide you me, want I to. Should have, I should have answered that Robert Guley. voice. You said, uh, is Michael still there?
0: That's funny If you want to read another one You have time If you don't And you decide you want to later Just press one twice After I mute you And that will put you back In the lineup, okay?
6: All right, Dan Bye
0: (laughs) Bye, sweetheart Okay Our next caller Comes from area code 860 And after that We will have 419 And 832 so 860, Miss Jessica. Hello. Uh,
4: yes, Jessica Brooke. Hello, Nyla.
0: Hey, sweetheart. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing okay. Um, yeah, so I really didn't know what I was going to read. I'm just going to read the poem. Uh, I think I read it yesterday or something, and then one that's older from, I don't know. Hmm, how many years ago it was? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay, this one's called Preserved. Precious memories kept, photographs, letters, cards, pieces of those I've lost, timeless handwriting and cursive, caring thoughts immortalized, sentimental, that I dare to throw out most cards i received, decades of milestones celebrated, thoughtful gestures kept within my heart, Love showing my relatives gloss always with me, never to be forgotten. Even though friends came and went, ink preserved their heart. And peace.
0: Wow. That was awesome. Thank you.
4: Yeah, I didn't do the in a really long time, and I just came up with it. I don't know. I'm, telling, I'm not reading write up very much lately. It's been kind of dead, my days But I know this. the thing is very block. I should. Oh, by the way, I I meant to ask you. I don't know where I put it, but like you gave me an assignment last week, and I got a notebook and everything, but I remember what the assignment was.
0: You know? Hell. Oh crap! You, you're wanting me to remember last week?
4: <laughs> no, it wasn't last week. It's the week before last week. You worse. worry. Oh hell!
0: You now you're just wanting miracles. <laughs> 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 That's funny. No, but I will go back. You always call in towards the first of the show. I can go back and listen and figure it out for you okay. and tell you. I should, you know, when I do that, I should start like because I keep a a notepad next to me and I write stuff down on it during the show, things I want to comment on and things like that. So I should like keep a tr- keep a record of all the homework I give you guys.
4: It was like something to write down every night before bed something about something I did that day or something that was meaningful or something like that. Um, I can't remember what it was. It was just like a per- for some profound to like think about and write down every night. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
4: uh, uh, well, I guess if you let me know, I'll do it
0: for you. <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to go find out.
4: <laughs> I grabbed a notebook from work. Um, and yeah,
0: so I'm ready. <laughs> All right, I'll find <laughs> out what it is and I will let you know.
4: Okay. This one is called origami. My heart was crushed and bleeding and so slowly healing, becoming new. Not suddenly, it was not only you. With time my heart molded into beauty, something not only you could see. Yet like origami, my wings were slowly folded. Precisely and perfectly, as I learned to pray, I became a crane, clear as day. My heart and soul were no longer wrinkled. I became a source of love, like glitter, I sparkled. I realized I was destined to be alive, so I learned to never give up
0: and thrive. And boom. That I love that. That was beautiful. You know, Thank I love you. how. I mean, you you've been through some shit in your life. You know, and yeah. you've written about that. And, and, you know, some of it's really tough and hard to listen to. And, and you know, because it's like, dang, you know, you just want to reach out and hug you and tell you everything is going to be okay. But one of the underlying things and themes in your writing has always been that unyielding hope as well. You know, you don't get yeah. lost in, in the dark. You know, you always, it's like you always have that torch with you. And torch for those that you don't know is the u k way of saying flashlight
4: okay well, that's, that's I'm practicing UK. being ukian that's true. true i just i that's something i I always keep with me is hope, and even I don't even know how I managed to all those times, but I mean there were really, really dark times and, and instead of just giving up, I just concentrating on the latest little bit that things would get better, and things would get better. And that's what I tell people. I said, you know, I never thought that I'd, like, right now, I never thought I'd be working after all the times I got ECT and, and I can't remember a lot of shit, but I never thought I'd be capable of holding out a, down a job, and I can, you know. So things that people can really, I know it's like crazy how the brain can heal itself. I mean, it's really astounding as to how much, how w- much worse I was and how much better I am, than, but hopefully we'll regain some more of my intelligence, but I think I lost a lot of it, unfortunately. Oh, um, well, I'll <laughs> separate um, My Facebook page is Jessica Brooks Poetry, um, and everybody have a good night and write a froggy haiku.
0: <laughs> Are you going to do that?
4: Sir, I, I I collect frogs. Exactly, I, I used to. I, I just re- I was getting way too many frog themed presents, so I ended that. But I do have a very large collection of frog items. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love frogs. <laughs> I had fr- pet frogs too. Yeah.
0: I want a pet turtle. I have one. But they live so long, I would, like, whatever something, something happens to me and that poor thing doesn't have a mommy and has to get, yeah, yeah. No, probably won't, probably won't
4: do the trick. Like, my pet turtles is 18 years old, I think, 18 or 19. Yeah. Except it's that, it's that they live longer lives in, in, in the wild. Like she's I, They said, I guess, in captivity, she's a regular slider, and it says they only live like 25 years in captivity I think which uh, surprised me but I feel really bad that I'm keeping her in captivity it would just shorten her lifespan but can't do anything about that now I'm definitely not going to let her go in the cold and you know or anything because she's supposed to be in Florida so if I want to let her go um, let her live the rest of her life but well she wouldn't know anything about the real world so I guess uh, I don't know Got
0: her, she's mine. Just love her, give her a good life, and that's all you can do.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, sweetheart, great job tonight. Appreciate you so much. Thanks. I appreciate you, too. Very very cool. Was that two? was that one? Yes,
4: that was two. So you got me all confused.
0: Got me all confused on the frog stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Appreciate you being here. You did a great job. I love it. I will let you know what your homework was.
4: Okay. Thanks.
0: All right, honey. Thank you.
4: Bye.
0: All right. Miss Jessica. I love her so much. Our next caller is area code four one nine. Mr. Rebel Jones, get in my ear. Four one nine, are you with me? Are hello, you hello, muted? Hello, hello,
1: hello, hello. Sorry, I was muted.
0: <laughs> hey, sweetheart.
1: <laughs> you actually did make me cry. I was like, I hope I'm not first because I'm balling right now. I have, I have Why not were heard you crying? Of before. I had not heard the King's Cadence piece before. I just wrote it um, yesterday. Um,
7: uh-huh. So
1: to hear it back to me, it was pretty emotional. I didn't know that's what it sounded like. So I was like, wow. Holy cow. I was I was it's in my really emotions good. after listening to that. Thank you. Um, wow. Um, I was trying not yeah.
0: to cry. Could you tell? <laughs>
1: I, I cried. I, I I couldn't hold. I couldn't help myself. Cried like a big baby.
0: <laughs> You're loud.
1: Um, that was amazing. I brought two poems today, and um, the first one I'm going to read. Uh, I'll tell you a short backstory on it. Uh, one of my best friends is also a mechanic, and he just has anything with a motor. He has an artistic way of working with it. Like, he just understands its language. I don't know. They have. He, he has a relationship or a connection to anything with a motor. So he fixes things. This is what he does. But he's a very broken man. Um, so I wrote this for him, and it was called Broken.
3: <clears throat>
1: a broken man who puts the world back together again, but can't mend what's broken inside. He understands the science of the inner workings of most, except when it comes to self. The fixer of broken life would rather sink away, run for the shadows, escape and hide. Tools and calloused hands, walks the world his hardened flesh, tough as nails, rough as alligator skins, but soft as wet skirts. When it comes to what he feels inside, as he drowns his pain in whiskey bottles and Dissipates his rage in the ashes from burning bushes. Clouds. I have met this man, and I have wiped his tears. For this man, I know so very well. I know his heart, and I know his fears, as I sadly see myself in him, reflecting in passing mirrors. Wow. I
0: think we all know somebody like that. Yeah, I think all of us are a bit like that. Yeah.
1: He is one of the most special people I know right now. In the last couple of years, um, he's just—I don't know—he's such an asshole to people, but he's like in the same in the same instance he'll give he'll give the shirt off his back to help that that same person he's being an asshole too. Oh, this guy's a special kind of guy.
0: Have you uh, read that to him?
1: Oh, yeah, he's he's very proud of it. He tells all his friends, my friend made a poem about me. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody tells him, everybody says, Rich, you don't have any fucking friends. <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny.
1: Because <laughs> he's an asshole to everybody. <laughs> actually, it's not
0: funny, but it's funny.
1: It is. It's, he's one of my best friends. I, I see the heart in him. The next one is an old one, but I found it, and I wanted to read it, and it's called Her Magic, Beautiful Creation. Excuse me, I'm getting over being sick right now. It was truly beautiful, even soothed in the way she loves me and connected to thee. Embraced in the midnight glow Serenaded by the sounds of the midnight orchestra Within the woods that surrounded us Her magic astounded me I became thirsty for more And deeply and darkly obsessed Thoughts of her images in my head Within my fantasies Like I was possessed Picturing her undressed as I became a wreck But my excitement for her Wasn't due just to her pure and powerful sex It wasn't due to her blinded beauty or the wisdom she subjects. It was something more I couldn't put in words, a feeling like I've never, ever felt before. She twirled in the dance beneath the midnight moon around a blazing flame. Her dance was entrancing as I became lost in her gaze. As we physically connected, naked and naturally fascinated the seed of new life affectionately, I suddenly felt an explosion of blessings come shooting from about of me to occupy by the thousands and a warmth of the deep seas and valleys. And once again, through love and creation, more magic was born. The world was just brightened as this magical blessing took form. A new level of revel has now entered this world, my son. Rebel Jones
0: Aw That was incredible Thank you You made me smile That one didn't make me cry (laughs) (laughs)
3: That
0: was awesome
1: Um I am Rebel Jones You can usually catch me On Thursday nights here with Nyla Um I've been absent the last three weeks I've been sick (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> and I might miss some more time, but maybe not because I'm going through a breakup um, with with, uh, with the woman and we're splitting our ways. What? I'm working out, yeah, I'm working our show in the house and, and um, living an artist life um, and still sorry, of course, supporting myself. No, I'm not. I feel I feel that it's that's the right thing and the right time, and I'm very positive about it.
0: It is still sad. It, it
8: you know, was, it is. Yeah.
1: It even if you some, even if, if you are partying on X ex- Yeah. It's been a wild ride, Ooh. but this chapter ends, a new chapter begins. So I get to still take care of my son and and lean more into what I'm passionate about, which is my writing and, and my painting and you know, all the artistic stuff I like to do.
5: Well, all will be well, for sure. I see it as a blessing.
1: I see it as a blessing. So it's for new opportunities to arise.
0: Good. Very cool. Well, I'm happy for you then. And, you know, I wish all the good stuff for you and your wife as you go through this together. I hope you guys stay friends. I hope you remember the things that you liked about each other don't change and the things you didn't like about each other you don't have to deal with anymore and are able to maintain that friendship through this.
1: Absolutely. That's what I'm hoping for as well. And I've been very vocal about that.
0: Very good. All right, sweetheart. Well, Thank you again for sending that track in. I thought it was absolutely amazing. I was very proud to be able to play it on the air tonight. You're very Thank welcome. You.
1: So also about that, that was, it's funny because I needed to do your assignment that you gave me somewhat three, four weeks ago. And Clarence hit me up and said, I'm doing the King's Cadet mixed album. And he was like, I want to pursue the outro to the album. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, "This is meant to be." Nyla told me to do this, and Clarence is asking me to basically not, not really do a full-on piece, but kind of sound like I'm conversating, talking about the man, you know. So I was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, I got to put this together and uh, please both, you know, both assignments with with something I was very pleased with myself."
0: So let me ask you this: When you sent that to me, did you send it to me to play on the show? Cause- I couldn't get a hold of you, so no, I just did it, so I, I hope uh, that was okay. I
1: did not. I did not. That was what, That's why it was so emotional. I actually wasn't expecting that. I sent it to the few people that I knew also were close to King's Cadence and New King's Cadence. So it was more like a personal thing, but it was going to be on a mixtape anyway, so.
0: I would love to be able to keep it in the library if it's okay with you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I had not Yeah, I didn't even know you could play that from a phone video, so that was um, shocking to me.
0: I stole it off of Facebook, stole the audio recording with my audio program and turned it into an MP3. Don't <laughs> tell anybody. I so totally freaking pirated that thing.
1: <laughs> well, that was, that was awesome. I didn't even know you could play that on the show, so... That's sweet. Thank you for that. Um, I did cry like a baby hearing that.
0: Well, it was absolutely beautiful, and I love the way you talked about your guys' friendship. I miss him so much as well. And, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm really glad of the fingerprints he left in our community and how he's still here inspiring us. So awesome, to awesome, awesome, Gina awesome.
1: I on the phone. Like I said, Gina's my little sister, big sister, I, I don't know. That's my sister And we talk often And not a conversation Ends without at least one Something said about King You know Like He was he, A huge Huge loss Huge loss to so many But like mm-hmm. I said He's up there He's up there where he is And he's He's picking apart The brilliant ones
0: <laughs> Well I appreciate the piece And thank you for letting me Keep it in, on the show and not being thank mad you. because I played it without asking.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, all I do that shit, so you know, just beware. That happens.
1: <laughs> well, I love you, Nyla. Thank you very much and thank you for waking up today. I'll see you next week.
0: <laughs> all right, right, hon, Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code Soldier Blue. From Blueville, <laughs> Mister Blue Blue, uh-huh.
3: Planet
0: Planet, Planet
3: Blue.
9: Blue. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but uh, it's definitely some some kind of place or other. Maybe <laughs> maybe a few uh, maybe a few marshmallows got got caught in the cracks or something, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart?
9: Uh, I'm doing okay. It's just been kind of uh, well, I mean, let's put it this way: it, it's always a weird thing for me. It's like when, when, when a lot of like the, uh, I guess you could say the, the grind of uh, just daily doings seems to really start to be just kind of like mashing me flat. A lot of time, a lot of times, that's when my uh, creativity just really just pumps up and um, this week we're definitely you know it's one of those times when I just kind of like sat back for a moment and made a little bit of an assessment of that and just uh, I had nothing nothing real major on that sense but just like oh well I actually like rolled out you know more than just you know the uh, obligatory one <laughs> for, for myself <laughs> So I wrote the, I finished, finished out the, 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 uh, the, the, the triple threat. I finished out the one that I had started uh, prior to that. And I finished out the one that I um, did with the, uh, the crows and then the tornado thing. And that one to me was came out really interesting because it didn't, it, I, as I've said many times, I don't, plan where my words go they just go where they want to and I follow along and at the end of it all I'm just like oh okay that's where I went
3: (laughs) I know exactly what you mean
9: (laughs) I'm not I'm not trying to push anything like that I just you know that's like wherever the landscape leads me that's where I'm going you know so
0: I'm not going to lie I get pissed off sometimes when they don't go where I want them to go but, you know, well, well, once something, it's I, like I'll be writing a poem, and it's yeah. not a rhyming poem, but all of a sudden a rhyming line comes into it, and it turns itself yeah. into a rhyming poem, and, and then I get really pissed off. It's like once you hear it, you yeah. can't undo it.
9: Oh, I hear you. I mean, there there's certain times like that for myself, too, but the thing that I that I go with in terms of something like that, is and I can only, and again I, I can only speak from from where I come from with you know with, when I'm when I'm writing there's a and, and I could don't ask me to the, to to tell you what it is because I don't know but there's just some kind of a taste in my mouth when I'm writing something that when I know I'm hitting the notes it's just like I'm booming and I'm banging and I don't it, it doesn't you know it doesn't stop until I get there and if and if I suddenly in the in the midst of that try to like 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 push something in another direction. I'm looking at it like no, that's going to sound silly if I try to push it over there. So I just so mm-hmm. I just I just you know what I'm saying? So I just shelved that. And if it sounds like a good a good image, then I will take the time to write it down in, in one of my little notebooks. But then I'm going on. I'm not I'm not even concerned about it until I'm I'm finished with what I'm trying to get done already. Because there's there's lots of times when there's something that that, that, that presents themselves like as a title, you know, like maybe a title for you know one of the little chapbooks that I put together, so, you know, so that I can more easily read some of my work, or there's something that just seems, looks like it'd be a good uh, starter image, you know, for for something, and I thought okay, cool, you know, I'd like to say, I can I can set that in there, I, I can work, I can come back to that, so that's how I try to try to work things. But I'm going to start off this evening with uh, with the, uh, the the triple threat. And it's basically, um, I'm going to call this one just to, just for for the difference of uh, of it all, El Sol, which is sort of the sun in Spanish. Sunshine, recuerdas curved memorias of some warm sunshine with golden moats floating, glittering as if partial messages born of a time no longer in existence cancer sticks cancer sticks in odd body places ozone deterioration death call of the sun oh the sun rises uv mass as commonplace as the sun that was el sol que era para los antepasados. The sun that was for our ancestors. Guamomchete, yeah, the old ones of red earth. Tierra de sangre, tierra del sol, tierra rojo. Earth of blood, earth. Of of the sun, oh yeah, red earth, hurricanes, bad rains, fires in the street, graffiti slabs of smoke, everything returns to smoke. The smoke stains of being born. See, sí. Su nacimiento. Yeah, your birthday. Storm, burden, aftermath. The crows fly again. Messengers of the dead. Un poco de la día de los muertos. A little bit. Of the days of the dead. Say a sacred prayer. As the sun touches your scabrous skin, that melted flesh of breath you can't quite suck in, burn the tongues of the bastards. Con el sol. With the friends, with the friends of the sun. The cowards will run. War is coming. Hide if you can. Skins of burnished brown. Piel con quemado. Ashes catch at the back of the throat. Retinal scan. Eyes threatened by... Laser trash, basura del de los bastardes. March continues. We go on in spite of the trash, the bastards. There's come, try cams, sunshine and wind. Sacred fouled by wind travel generated passages, carnal flesh, jewel, corn, blood, beaks, avion, glory, a triumph awaits momentary lapse, intake before the song unleashed, los queremos que viene, the warriors assemble they come to the harvest, a jeweled food, corn grown with sacred intent. Solo es sagrado. All is sacred. Oh, yes, as sacred as the sun. Solar flares, the damage done to bones, the harsh twist of sucker. tea to the unexpected oracles let drive any reasoning todo es listo all is ready southern climbs surge wave impact due to take its toll the to live coals in whispering again coy triumvirated specialty nobody knows how to take it leave their lands, lave their hands, foot-to-mouth disease, slimy rhymes, worse than a kettle of gumbo without fish. Guarda que tienes para después Keep what you have, or later, do you last that long? Fasting, sacrifice, marks and scars from years of industrial abuse. Check it. The sun rises. se si todo es bien, and all is well. Starlight slow dances, snow medicine. In the one day like Gassonin, it is ripe for sunrise. It is sol que viene. Hailstones for dreamers. Basi. Death in dual landscapes. South, Central, Latin America. It's all still America, whether you own that colonialism or not. Baggage, molten materials of the sun, lives traded for no reason. Trashed people excommunicated from existential rights for diseases someone else brought with them. Another discovery. La affection. Yeah, it's an affection, isn't it? You loved us to death with war, slavery, and byproduct of presence disease, so it was, so it goes, fires of a different kind. La diferencia, tipos y grados grados, types, kind, sacred stands, we are become beneficiaries of a dying sun sunset days of hard orange, no one admires that anymore, too much, too much, dying with lies on their lips, who has the strength to tell more, clocks chime, it's dying time again, it's dying time. Who's got a dollar change? Smooth movement from burden to currency. La feria in Money in the sun. Yeah, you can't spend it. But it burns a hole in you. Grass-charred rhythms. Ecstasy not worth an effort. Bad blood moves on well-being and takes all kinds with it. No prejudice here. All are equally foreshadowed to die. Drink in the sun. Drink it. It's not the man-made fires that'll kill you. Chase the dollar. No one cares. It's Sol de la Son of the people. No que Spirit of the road. We are the ghost road born. Somos continuando este viaje. And we are continuing the journey home. In peace.
0: That was intense and absolutely incredible to listen to.
9: Thank you. Yeah. I had, a, had some good inspiration for that. And then... Uh, And it was just a case of i just i could i couldn't see it just being just uh it was one of those things where it just for for that particular piece it seemed like it would be too narrow a focus if I just try to contain it into one space and and the only way I know how to spread it out a little bit is you know, if i if I use more than you know just the the usual what it was what's well but it's become the usual fare for me, which is you know my language and the language of my people but to, to to kind of like to give more room, if that makes any sense, to the ideas that were being carried with the words.
0: Makes perfect sense.
3: Oh, I mean, it might sound I,
0: really dumb, but that was beautiful to listen to.
10: Okay. Well, thank I
3: mean,
9: you. Well, I you know there there's there is a certain beauty in, in in you know watching your destruction come upon you. <laughs> but you know I, I don't know. I mean I I mean like I say I, I look at it for what it is. I mean I don't try to, to make it any less, and I, and I certainly don't try to make it you know like you know it, like I'm walking around with you know it's the end of the world kind of a sign in my hand. You know you have to look at everything. And I, I truly believe that it's coming more out of that sense of like that uh, that, that uh, saying that I know from the Nidine, which is walking in beauty, which takes in the good, the bad, and the ugly. It does not restrict anything. It is all part of what is around you in, in that balance and harmony.
0: That makes sense. Incredible,
9: incredible piece, honey. Thank you. Are you going to read
0: two or just the one?
9: Well, I can read another one. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll give you a choice just just because I have gotten three together instead of just the just the one. I can do the one that's uh, that that is called uh, Juniper Smoke, or I can do the one that is about the crows. Oh, man. <laughs> Your choice, baby. <laughs> I won't.
0: Oh, that's so so rude. Because <laughs> I want to hear the one about the crows, but like juniper smoke, how could I not want to hear that? Well, I can
9: read juniper smoke. I mean, like I say, it's a very good piece, you know.
0: I would like so, to hear juniper smoke.
9: You're going with that, then. Juniper smoke. The incense of thorns. The blood of those we have left behind Silent questions The breath above their graves We left their bones Because the treaties said so It has been our deep regret Ever since Bone removals Burial sites by riverbanks Ceremonies of understanding and prayer We there, by the boughs of a tree, is a red dress more modern, more a modern tragedy. A cast back, a throwback to the days of death, when we live with the fresh sorrows of treaties. That was yesterday, yeah. My sisters in softened, overripe repose, silence reigns, their death resides within us all. Red Earth, the spirit people are talking. Oh. Bear comes down from the mountain. Birds came down from the trees. The people came walking found them on the plains near the clear running streams ni, and thanked them for their dreams. As the people we prefer the origin of dreams to paper lies, treaties. As we the people we see the lands we grieve and await our return to sanity from sorrow. We stay where we are amongst rooted flames because the treaties say so. We stay where we are because our loyalty is first to the lands of our first mother and to our people so that wherever they are, they know where we are. The roads home to red earth Let's see. We don't need a tree to see it so own place. We think of those days, we of that pain, we remember the flames that lit fires of alcohol and paper chiefs, stolen lands and paltry, fees for millions of acres. Land unforgiving, spirits, unrelenting, formal missives of betrayal, lies laced with poison, crushed bones, the graves of antiquity. The ancient breeze of dreams yet again whispering to us. Those we had to leave behind because the treatise said so Death and Dying, songs of bones we used to know blood of our blood well being. Promises that melted away with the clouds The sky is still blue, clean Though we are keening in the wind Grief, sleep, the only slight return Thus far of sanity from sorrow We don't need a piece of paper To tell us so Juniper smoke, incense, thorns Sacrifice ceremony, the small things we revel in, murderous mysteries, tears sailing and wash upon the sacred winds, and uh, peace medals, useless resting antiquities of malfeasance. They clink and grate on the nerves of many. Spirit lands mm. broken signs of red earth. druids Trials put on by the mock civilized to the side by alien measures if we are human beings? Tech Tech this is something painted. a rawhide shield. It would be so dark and so pain-filled, you would not be able to hold it. Bones made of thunder, feathers sharp as razors, no safe way to touch it, no beginning place for prayers. It would be an abomination. Well being bath blood winters ice a shivering scream that will hold you in place you have seen the future his bones. Well he pour frost on dim windows, righteous signs upon them. Decking. Crows will find us in the greening glens by the river, softening into sodden the needle sharp thorns also harvested. We shall meet our sisters with their red dress on. We shall greet lost generations, boarding school children, faces framed with orange ochre, paint. We shall walk across to the spirit lands with everyone. We are the ghost road born. We are well known to our nations at the sharp sight of thorns and the soft smoke of juniper incense. Smoking
3: You
0: You know, I have to go get some juniper incense now. (laughs) I do.
9: That's good. I have to know. That's good. Just uh, give a smoke to the four directions of the winds therein. You'll see it.
0: You know what I think you should do? Mm. I think that you should find something that's going to be pretty destruction proof. And I think you need to make a time capsule with some of your printed out poems. And I need you to take it somewhere and bury it. I can do that. Make time capsules, you know, and don't do just one. You know, when you get some things, put them in a jar and bury them. Because what if they're found 2,000 years from now? Yeah. You know, make, make those stories immortal. Make sure that they're there for a long time, even after we're all gone. They need to be. Sure. You know, yours, I don't want your voice to become a lost language.
9: I've worked hard, so I would like to to think that it would travel, that the words would travel Mm -hmm. farther than I will, that's in my life.
0: Well, the thing that concerns me is most of our stuff nowadays is on the internet. Mm-hmm. And we all—it's not going to last. The internet is not going to last. It's going to go away, and all the shit we have on here is going to go away too. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually, something's going to collapse, and we're going to lose it. And if our stuff is not written down out there somewhere, it could be gone forever.
3: You oh, know, we rely you.
0: so much and put so much faith and stuff in electronics that we forget,
3: yeah.
0: and we shouldn't do that. You know, we absolutely nope. should not do that. So, you know, make a time capsule. Put your work in writing and put it out there somewhere, you know, as there a is. safeguard.
9: It's a good thing I have about five stacks of those little, little notebooks, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you think no, I'm it's, it's funny. I've got a
0: <laughs> safe my grandpa, <laughs> right. I've got a safe that belonged to my grandpa that he found alongside the railroad tracks when he was younger. And it's mm-hmm. made out of cement. It has a screw in oh. top with a lock. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. it um it's like totally, absolutely waterproof, destruction proof. And what it actually yeah. was was a uh it was a train safe he found along the railroad track. So it was designed oh. to sit mm. it's in the shape of an oval and it was designed to sit on the floor of a train. And oh, wow. not roll around and, you know, be able to protect things while you're on your train. And so you'd go into an elite train car and then they would have these uh, floor safes and you put your valuables in it and, mm-hmm. you know, put it under your seat. And, but that's what I'm going to use for mine. That's going to be my time. Oh, of.
9: I hear you. No, that, that sounds cool. That sounds really cool.
0: So think about it. Think about some way you could do that. No,
9: I will. I, no, trust me. I, I got. I got ways of doing that. And I mean, <laughs> I've. Uh, and just on another note, just to just to show you that I mean, you know, it isn't always just from one place. I mean, it isn't. It never has been. In terms of you know where I where I gather my thoughts from and where I uh, what I see in them. You, did you ever see. Um, the movie Amadeus, think so, which was basically about the life of Mozart. Yeah, no, okay. I have not seen well, that,
0: but and, now um, I'm gonna have to go do that okay. too.
9: Well, uh, and here's the, the 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 crux of it was, and this was what I was really paying attention to because I mean I've, you know there are we we as we all know, you know there are some very mean spirited people out there in various places, and sometimes they're at the right place at the right time so that they can spread their meanness around. Okay. Well, the, in this case, Mozart was, you know, basically one of those people who you know was so creative that it didn't take much for him to be able to, you know, do a work, you know, do do a project with this person over here, another person over here, this 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 royal, uh, this this royal court over there, and so forth. And at the end of his life, uh, he was writing a uh, an opera. And he had, uh, and he didn't realize it at the time, but he was writing it basically for someone who considered themselves because he didn't never he never knew, but the 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 this person who had commissioned this opera had was had was considering themselves his his mortal enemy, and so he you know he wrote this this opera, and he had it finished, and when the the guy he the guy came, basically came in disguise. And to, um, you know, to collect, you know, what, what was, what basically was his and Mozart's wife would not give it to him. She kept it in the glass case where it was at. And, and it stayed there for a very long time. In fact, it stayed there for long enough, a long enough amount of time to where it became known as the lost opera and was found maybe like a hundred or hundred years or more later. Well, I took I kind of took that to heart, and you know, I mean, I, in just turn, in terms of you know, again, you know, to trying to make sure that my words go further than than you know the, the mortality of my you know my life. And so, every so often, I'll gather up a bunch of things, and I'll give it off to somebody, and it's someone that you know, usually somebody that is for me is like a casual acquaintance or somebody that I know well enough to where that I know that they will you know. Uh, keep what I'm giving them, and, you know, they'll they'll go on with their lives. I won't have any contact with them. I won't have any way of getting in touch with them, but they have my work. And I've done that at least five times already. So kind of like Johnny Appleseed, trust me, there's there's, there's no way that anybody can shut down and, you know, and destroy all of my stuff, you know, if they chose to do, you know, like some kind of book-burning thing. They wouldn't be able to do it. Because there's just too many people out there. And again, I don't know where these people are. And I'm not trying to. That's, that To me, that's part of the beauty of it. It is something that becomes then beyond my control. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Wait, hey. What? Where? What? <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> that's so funny. That's awesome.
9: So I've done that too. But yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll do some of that. What you're talking about too, though, I will. I could. I want to make you know but that wouldn't hurt my feelings either. Um, so anyway, uh, I uh, can be found on Facebook. It is RapeWild at Facebook.com, and underneath in parentheses it says Soldier Blue. And then you can also find my work at my podcast, uh, Red Earth One. And if you keep the words separated, it will get you there a little faster. I'm still working on uh, the technology for Reverb Nation, and when I can, uh, and when I have it, this this upcoming weekend, by the by, I'm going to try to do that wave pad thing that you were telling me about, and so I'm oh, going cool. to start, you know, see if I can, see see if I can put out, a, or, or I should or I should say, record at least maybe like five pieces, and then put them up on, into uh, uh, onto uh, Reverb Nation, and then I'll also at the same time send you. A, a copy of that too
3: awesome so that's, to what do that. that's
9: what I'm that's what I'm going to do Just uh, these upcoming days off that I have you know, I mean uh, when I get to my weekend I'm just basically starting out my work week now but and actually when I get, get to the next weekend I will be uh, working with that wave pad.
0: if you have any questions about it or anything like that when you uh, start doing that let me know okay I will, and I can I can walk you through it because it's real simple. I mean, it's a real easy program. Um, it's it easier the more you use it, but it's really kind of like working with a word document, copy and paste document.
9: Oh, okay. Well, cool. That that makes it a little bit simpler too. So yeah, no, that'd be that'd be great. Um, okay, and like I said, that's me, and uh, like I said, and I will be uh, like I said once I get a chance to sit down and take a look at the the wave pad, I will. Uh, let you know what I see, and if I have any questions about it, then we can uh, go through the mechanics of it. Perfect.
0: All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Appreciate you being here, reading all that good stuff. You, it was just awesome.
9: Thank you. I appreciate you too, Miss Nyla.
0: <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you next week, and Unless we talk sooner. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye, sweetie.
9: Bye, Miss Nyla.
0: All right. Our next callers, we're gonna get Brother O at 219, followed by nine oh three. Where'd Miss Gina go? Eight one five. Two one nine nine oh three eight one five. Those are our next callers. All right, so Brother O, you are on the air. Hello, now, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. It is great to hear from you. What do you have for us tonight?
8: No, I got it. The is called, the of December is the date that I always remember. It was the third of December A day that I always remember Yes I will because that was the day that I received my life changing heart transplant After waiting in the hospital for 383 days i doing close to 300 offers being rejected For a minute my hopes and dreams would be out of the hospital By Christmas appeared to be out of reach and my faith began to waver, and the long way was beginning to wear, wear me down mentally. Then I received the word, and my team of cardiologists found a heart for me. When the surgeon assigned to my case and a heart transplant coordinator came into my room to give me my weekly updates about recent officer of donor hearts on December 2nd, 2022, I was anticipating another rejection report, and prepared to sign the updated consent form for an upcoming heart transplant. Then they told me the light-changing news that I was eagerly waiting for the last 383 days, Mr. Gatlin, was finding new hearts. My initial response was, is this a real? Because my mind needed time to process the light-changing news that just received. After the news was confirmed, I had a big, big smile on my face and the first thing I said was, thank you, God, for answering my prayer. And I called my parents to give them the news and posted the official news to so all of my friends, the poets, and classmates on Facebook Live. It was quite an exhilarating feeling that I experienced that day. Even to this day, I still can't find the words to express how I felt when I got the news, brother and sisters. But, oh, you were a true soldier for waiting over a year for a heart transplant. How did you... Endure waiting so long without losing your faith. How did you keep your mind occupied while waiting for your new heart? How did you maintain your focus when you did the loss of your girlfriend nine weeks until your hospitalization? How did you cope with being away from your family and friends for over a year? How did you how did your raw determination motivate you to go to this to accomplish your mission and receive your new heart? My answer to all those above questions is quite self-explanatory, my dear brothers and sisters. You have to always trust in God's timing. Maintain your faith while in your season of waiting. And hold on to his promises that you will answer your prayers because his word will never turn unto him void. He may not come when you want him to come, but trust and believe me. He's always on time. And when God shows up, He's most definitely going to show out in our lives, because what you have been praying for will be manifested when you least expect it. So, my dear brothers and sisters, on the third of December of last year, receiving my new heart was already the best Christmas present I ever gotten, I have ever gotten in my life. My new heart is the right one for me because it was most definitely worth waiting for 303 days in the hospital to get it. And right now, brothers and sisters, I have the second chance. Yeah, I've always been praying, always been anticipating 48 years on this surf and I'm now experiencing a new lease on life right now in Pong.
0: That was amazing. You know, and we were with you during most of that journey, and you know, we're right there with you in the waiting and all of that. I'm real curious, do you ever do they ever let you know whose heart it was?
8: No, no, no. Um they say I went right to the donors family eventually. I will I will eventually. But they never told me who it was. They never told me.
0: Well, whoever they are, I hope they had a beautiful life, and we are grateful to them for the gift they gave you. Yes. All right, my darling. Are you going to read two tonight or just the one?
8: No, just the one.
0: Okay. Well, fantastic job on that. I am glad you made time to be here. I'm glad you have the time to make to be here. (laughs) Yeah. And um, do every do me a favor and let everyone know how they can find you.
8: Well you can find me on Facebook on Omar Brother O'Gavin and on Instagram under brother O underscore the Living Miracle, nineteen seventy five. Ladies and gentlemen, I've won a fifth overcome the year war and for the very first time I'm the of a radio show That won best radio show of the year was behind the pen So that makes it since time National Spoken War to win poet And the beautiful thing it was I received both of those awards This Sunday Nine months removed For having a heart transplant So And this Saturday I was hosting an open mic Called the Torch In Hammond, Indiana So yeah Life has, been, life has been pretty good. I'm celebrating, it, celebrating those wins and, you know, those wins in my set. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to what, what can I achieve next. I've already won over coming a year five times in a row. I've already won for uh, being a, a radio show. What else is there for me? What else is there for me? to? There's much more for me to do. Cause how uh, how I, I transpired, God was the beginning, the beginning of a beginning of a better life for me. That is what I believe, and just thank thank God that I'm still here to so enjoy the. And thank God, able to get that second chance, and one day I will meet my donor's family eventually. So thank you for. Friends and support, brother says. I truly appreciate that.
0: Appreciate you. Thank you, sweetheart. Great job tonight.
8: No problem, Nala.
0: All right. And then we'll talk to you next week.
8: I'll be back. Be back on next week.
0: All right. Awesome. Okay. So our next caller comes from Area Code. Let me go ahead and give the lineup again. We've got 903 937 585 are our
11: next three callers. So 903, you are on the air. Hello, Nyla. This is, this is Eric this is word wow. monster. Wow. <laughs> How are
0: you doing? I'm doing fine, sweetheart. How are you?
11: I'm um, all right. I uh, went to a behavioral uh, facility in uh, Louisiana to get some right.
0: <laughs> Why did you go there? Uh, it
11: was voluntary, but they uh, I didn't do nothing bad. I just blew up. Just my anger and enragement and overheating, and uh, I just wanted to learn some coping skills and some psychology and how to cope and get over and, well, not really get over, learn to ignore my problems when they arise. So... They learn, They taught me a lot of stuff. So, but anyway, that's where can't, I've been.
0: Can't yeah. even imagine <laughs> you being angry. <laughs>
11: yeah, it happens. I'm mostly nice, you know that. But there's on occasion. But anyways, I got. Uh, I got. I'm finally started on my saga. I made my own character. I'm gonna keep everything quiet. Uh, I haven't even began like. <laughs> the journey or anything i looked up a couple videos on how to write a saga so this is my first one to write so um there's different pieces basically you find a character well you make a character you find the weaknesses the strengths you make a background you uh set a plot you put adversaries in there um uh, you have a lot of failure you have some successes uh and then hopefully at the end like every epic and saga poem that i've read you have some success uh whether that's going into to heaven or hell or whatever that is you know equivalent to afterlife whichever one you read but uh anyway that's basically what i'm working on right now but i'm going to keep it uh i don't want to i want to share it when i'm done because it's going to be a it's going to be like a hundred verses so I want to wait until I get there. But anyways, I got a Jabberwocky tonight, and I got something else I want to read too. So, all right, here we okay. go. Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll. Sorry if there's you hear two fans in the AC. It's been 103 here, and feels like 107. It's 94 right now, and I'm I'm fully sweating all over. So I'm trying to wipe the sweat off my eyes. And if I sound and winded, that's why too. But here we go. Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll. Tlud's bringling and the slithy toves did gyre and gimbal in the wave. All mimsy where the borough goes and the moan me race outgarb, or sorry, outgrabe. Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jub-jub bird and shunned the firmless bandersnatch. He took his corporal sword in hand. Long time the man knocks own foe he sought. So rested he by the tut tree and stood a while in thought, and as in a fish thought he stood. The jabberwock with eyes of flame came whistling through the folgy wood and burbled as it came one two one two and through and through the vorpal blade went snicker snack he left it dead and with its head he went galloping back and hast thou slain the jabberwock come to my arms my beamish boy Oh, fab joyous day. Cahol, cahay, He chalorted in his joy. T'was brilling, and the slithy toves did gyri and gibble in the way. All mimsy where the borough goes and the momy race outgrave. That's in peace. <laughs>
0: I love the Jabberwocky yeah. so much. I love that yeah, story. Yeah, it's
11: awesome. I like Alice in Wonderland too. All right, so that was that one. Uh and this is the excerpt I've been reading like you say, you know, we're supposed to read too. So this is the excerpt from an old book that I found. So I found this website uh called the uh, gutenberg.com. They have over uh 50,000 free audio, free ebooks and most of, well I wouldn't say all of them, some are audiobooks too. And they're all in the public domain, uh, so they're all free to read and they don't have, they're not copyrighted, uh, issued or anything like that. So anyways, this is excerpts from Reliquies of Ancient e- English Poetry consisting of old Heroic ballads, songs, and other pieces of our earlier poets, together with some few of our later dates, or later ones. My bad. Few of the later date. All right. This was by Thomas Percy, B.D. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's some kind of feat, like Ph.D. or something. Uh, Published in April 1885 in three volumes. So here we go. This is quotation. This is something I found interesting. I figure I'd share. It's not very long. All right. When Percy wrote the opening sentence in his first sketch of that essay on the ancient English minstrels, 1765, which was the foundation of the literature of the subject, he little expected the severe handling he was to receive from the furious Ritson, were his hasty utterance. His words were, quote, the minstrels seem to have been the genuine successors of the ancient who united the arts of poetry and music and sung verses to the harp of their own composing. The bishop was afterwards convinced from Ritson's remarks that the rule he had enunciated was too rigid and in the later form of the essay he somewhat modified his language the last portion of the sentence then stood quotation composed by themselves or others and the note was added to the effect, uh, to the effect that he was quoted quotation mark uh, wedded to no hypothesis sir Walter Scott criticized the controversy in his interesting article on romance in the supplement to the Encyclopedia Britannica, where he wrote, quotation, when so popular a department of poetry has attained this decided character, it becomes time to inquire who were the composers of these numerous lengthened and once admired narratives, which are called metrical romances. And from whence they drew their authority, both these subjects of discussion have been the been the source of great controversy among antiquarians, a class of men who, be it said with their forgiveness, are apt to be both positive and polemical upon the very points which are least susceptible of proof and which are least valuable if the truth could be asserted. asserted and which therefore would be or would gladly have seen handled with more defined, uh, diffidence and better temper in proportion to their uncertainty. That's the end piece of that. That was that, sir.
0: So, what made you pick that out to read? That was pretty awesome.
11: Well, I was just reading. I found it online, and I was figure. I figured that. uh Everybody might want to hear that. Not everybody reads uh, uh, poetry. Well, not everybody <laughs> mentions it, <laughs> Tippy. Me. But uh, I like to share, you know, I like to share quotes from different things that I read up on poetry. And I like critis- uh, criticism and literary criticism, but the problem is that a lot of it is subjective and not objective. But I mean you can yeah. interpret it how you want. I thought that was really interesting, that's why I shared it with everybody. So I, I like how they cool. described the minstrels and the ballad writers and the poets in the beginning of the time. So and I mm-hmm. like my epic poems too, so I'm a big fan. So that's kinda of why <laughs> I picked it. So it just uh, kinda of verified what, awesome. Yeah, thank you. It kinda of verified what I like about it. So but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm still working on my epic foam, uh, and I just started on it today. So I have, uh, so it's it's uh, not to complain about the heat, but it is pretty hot. It's uh, gonna get cold and or colder for me, and uh, like on the 12th, which is good. But anyways, I got I went to the behavioral facility, and I actually got COVID. And before I left, I was trying to get uh, swabbed again. They wouldn't swab me. And then so I went to my clinic here in town, and they wouldn't swab me, and they said I've got to wait seven days. So it's going to be on the 13th before I can get the swab. I have to have two negative swabs to get back to work. I have to have released from that. I have to have release from where I went and the release uh, from another hospital as well. So that's a lot of fun. So what I'm saying is I have a lot of time to read and write right now and uh I have actually bought a whole lot of books um too but like I said I like to read books online and uh see what you know people are saying too so but uh yeah that's me and, and I haven't been on Facebook. I did get on today and it's been uh, since like August twenty fifth. But I didn't know what time I was coming back and I'm going to work on my epic poem for quite a while. It's a long process, and I'm on new meds too, um, so yeah. But that's pretty much what I got going on. You can find this is Eric Schellman, the Word Monster. You can find me on AllPoetry.com. It's Word Monster. You can find me on Instagram, it's Eric Schellman, the Word Monster. You can find me on Facebook, it's Eric Schellman, the Word Monster. You can find my like page, it's Eric Schellman, the Word Monster. That's pretty much it for now. Uh, Nilo, thanks for everything you do for us. Thanks for the platform. And have a great night and, and enjoy the rest of the show. Have a great weekend ahead. And uh, I'll just keep on going.
0: Thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate you You're so welcome. much.
11: You're welcome. All <laughs> Bye-bye. All <Alrighty. mate. laughs> Bye-bye.
0: Okay. I need to let area codes 347 347- 407 and 914. If you have not read yet and you want to come on the show and read, please press 1 and that will alert me to the fact that it is okay to unmute your mic. That's area code 347-407. 914, I gotcha. So 347-407. If you guys want to come on the air, press 1. If you're hanging out listening, appreciate you being here. All right, so let's go ahead and grab our next caller, which is area code or it's 815. How does all all of these get out of order? I'm glad I write things down. So, Gina, are you with me? I'm here, Nyla.
12: I don't know if you could see me because you hadn't said my area code the last go-round.
0: <laughs> I got you. I see you.
12: I actually pressed one and then I pressed it again because I know that that would lower my hand and then I could re-raise it.
0: Well, it also puts you at the end of the lineup, so I'm glad I had you written down. Well, I didn't care where I ended up. I just wanted to be seen. Oh, well, I always see you, baby girl. I I see you. I didn't
12: think I was invisible. (laughs) I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I understand how it works. (laughs) (laughs) I see you. I see you. I'm not invisible. She can see me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I love it here.
0: I am glad you are here. I was happy to see you online. So did you hear oh, the yeah. recording at the beginning? I was having amazing? a conversation with
12: Rebel, and we we had spoken. We, every Thursday, if we hadn't talked earlier in the week, we make sure that we a point of we're going to touch bases come Thursday. And then he was sick and missed out a couple of times, and then one week we both missed. And I was like, well, Rebel, we're going to meet at knowledge, so we'll talk to you later. And the first thing I hear when I call in is his piece for King Cadence, and all I could think was, okay, I see where we're going tonight. (laughs) Down memory lane.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually going to close the show tonight with a piece of his as well. Oh, Oh, wonderful.
12: You know what? It's just just a good time. Yeah, you know what? And I feel you on that. That, That's reason enough. Oh, God, I don't know what I'm going to do tonight one of those things like sometimes I have something picked out and then other times I just go with the flow. Um, Oh, I got a plan. Actually, I had a piece that came up in my memories the other day that I don't even remember writing. I'm going to start with that one. Okay. I wrote this piece on September 5th, 2013. I titled it Grateful. There are always reasons that people come into our lives that we meet. Either you meet them so that they can change your life or so that you can change theirs. For all the people that I've met along the way, anyway, I'm grateful. I'm often amazed how people come and go from my life through friendship. Like it's a passing phase, something I think about sometimes it just has to be that way. Occasionally, someone will stay. They'll be with me. I continue these friends my destiny. We're linked, and it's meant to be. everyone I encounter has a purpose. You see. it takes longer for some than others for it to come to the surface. the reason why you are in each other's life, always remember you'll find out why. My goal is to always be a blessing, and if it doesn't last, then I'll cherish each lesson. So when one comes along who appears to be able to do no wrong, sometimes I'm skeptical. It's human nature, natural. You show me daily. How are you going to treat a person, whether or not you think that they're a scandal or a lady? Tell the truth. I tend not to ever want to be seen as shady. When I let you in, I'm seeing you as a friend, glad that we became connected. I never want you to feel neglected. And for these connections, I'm grateful. But if we ever have to move on to another level and we don't follow each other to the next destination, then I will be faithful. Doing what it takes to keep you in my memories and my mind and be happy. Some of our friends pass away and there's still a good memory on every day. And it's those that we hold on to and we cherish i sure if that were to be me and I leave first, then I want you to truly think that I was a good friend to you. That's the way that I see all the friends in my life, too. I see it as a chance for me to benefit from the knowledge and the experience. The benefits of knowing each other should be enough in and of itself. We have no ulterior motive. I love all the people who are in my life. We're genuine. And for all of you, I'm truly grateful. In peace.
0: That was absolutely beautiful, Gina.
12: Ten years ago, I don't remember writing that, but I'm glad I did. Thank you, Nyla.
0: <laughs> you are so welcome. Was yeah, it was beautiful. A little
12: because I never, I never read it out loud. I don't even remember it.
0: <laughs> how often like, you go digging through stuff and find things? That, did I write that? You know how many times I oh. Google something, I'll find something on my computer, and it's like. Or I'll find something in one of my notebooks, and a lot of times when you guys are reading, I'll jot down things that I hear that you that okay. you guys say. So it's like I can comment on them, and then I start going back through my notebooks, and it's like, okay, is that something I jotted down that someone else wrote that I wanted to comment on? Or every once in a while, you guys will say something, and it inspires me, and I'll jot down a couple of lines of my own, and then I have to start Googling shit to figure out if it was mine or not. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> You'd be surprised at what you write. Oh, my God. I I just, I can't even tell you
12: how many times I have um, shocked myself. So that one right
0: there, prime example of. (laughs) That's funny. So you're reading two, right? Okay, okay.
12: I'll read two, and I'm going to tell you why. I saw this amazing sunset tonight, and uh, I had the front door open. I was uh, actually Airing it out because um, my mom baked the cake, and um, people who know my mother has not cooked or baked anything. Wait, 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 wait!
0: Back up, back up, stop! It, Time out. Okay, kind of cake. Triple
12: chocolate fudge. Okay,
0: never with mind. With
12: white cream cheese frosting that she warmed up and then she drizzled because it was a bunt. So, you know, it's better if you drizzle the frosting on a bunt cake than if you frost it uh-huh. with the... Yeah.
0: I'm not a chocolate person at all, but that sounds really pretty.
12: I am So not. you get my, you get my slice. <laughs> yeah, this reminds me. This reminds me. She used to make this cake. Because we used to call the Suzy Q, my brothers and I, where they she would put the marshmallow fluff in between the layers of the chocolate cake. And I was like, oh, I think she's making Suzy Q. And legit, when I when I saw the pan out, I was thinking, please, 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 please let this be the Q, and it's very close, second.
0: So I saw a recipe it. the other day for an apple pie spice cake, and it's a cake oh, that goodness. has, three layer cake, and it has apple pie filling between the layers, and then a, a mm. buttercream frosting on top of the spice cake. I want to make one so bad, but I don't bake, so will you make that cake for me and come visit?
12: I will. And, and have your mom this. have your uh, mama make it bake- and
0: then come visit?
12: <laughs> Look at our bake. The funny thing is, like I said, out the blue, first time in four years, I, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know if she knew like what stuff in the kitchen was. That's how infrequently she's in there. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a gem. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this piece because I wrote this a couple weeks ago, and um, brother O and myself, we both had. Um, the same experience of being engaged and our our intended passing away. And eventually we have to get back to the place where we think we could try again or love again or be with someone else. They won't be a replacement for the loves that we lost, but it definitely will give um, a soft place for our hearts to land because we're both so full of love. So every time I hear, Brother O, that's the first thing I think about, more so than anything, is his huge heart, not just the one that he recently received, but his capacity to love. All, you know, humanity, but, but romantic love. He's always been a lover of love. And, and I hate that he didn't get to get married. Um, so, shall I just piece just a touch? <clears throat> I need just a touch. Just a little, a little bit the touch, a touch that will make me remember what it's like to be loved and touched the way that men touch women. Awaken my body again. Touch my face and you're looking at me. Touch my hair before you walk away. Touch me from behind and from the front. I want your touch to make my heart jump. I want your soft-passion-filled kisses to leave me breathless and then hug me with your broad shoulders. I want to feel my hands run up and down the ripples of your strong back. You'll be good-smelling, tall, dark, and handsome, mysterious. Yes, that's who he will be, with large feet and hands, a well-groomed, toned and sun-kissed skin, Funny and witty with twinkling eyes and a charming smile. I don't need much. Just a touch. Not that love that makes me want to choke, trying to say goodbye or trip when I'm leaving. No, I want to maintain a calm heart rate. Continue breathing, living and loving me. While loving him too. So just a touch will do. And I assure you, if you ask me if I'm ready. Your future love, I am. I'm just wondering, where are you?
0: In peace. That almost made me cry. It was beautiful. Oh no! That was so beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not in a hurry. I just,
12: I know eventually, he'll find me. I don't have to look for him. He, he didn't find me. I didn't have to look for him. He'll find me. Um, yeah. But I'm hopeful, I'm not optimistic, and I love love. Yes, yeah, so just a little bit, just a touch, just a reminder. Put me back in that place, that good headspace that one needs to be in so they can embrace love again. But I haven't given up on it. Well,
0: of course not. You know? No. 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 Beautiful. So All right, baby media. girls, tell everyone <laughs> how they can come love on you.
12: Any and everywhere that poetry can be found, you can find me. Dream storm with the niece. So am like inclement weather, but I'm sunshine on a rainy day. I'm here every Thursday possible. Every Saturday afternoon, I'm on Clubhouse in the kitchen, serving up round and round and, round and speed round with a small house of poetry. If Clubhouse allows, because I don't know, we got scheduled rooms, but the app's been apping and they have some updates and it's been real goofy. Um, but tomorrow you can catch me at Verses and Vibes with our partners in rhyme, uh, Scott Harrell and Malikia Courtney. And then on Saturday night, you can catch me and Just J at the Just J and Gina show over at Epiphany, and um, that's a blog talk show as well. You can call in and join as we have our brother from the Small House of Poetry Frequency on the couch. for He's our interviewee. We don't do features. We do interviews. Sunday, I'll be in the living room on the Small House of Poetry on Clubhouse, where we do in-depth, uh, introspective breakdowns of poetry so that we can get to know the poet and the reason behind the piece. Monday morning, catch up for the AM drive on Clubhouse with the Small House of Poetry, where we do a morning show that's much like those that you listen to on the radio on your way to work in the morning. We have hot topics, questions of the day, black facts, how the hell's the weather where you are, and what the hell's in your cup. So <laughs> That you can expect if you call and start your Monday morning with us. We like to start our Monday and our week together. So if you're available by all means, do so. And that's where you can find me and be coming next few days. And I'm always on Facebook, Tina Stone. Love you guys. Phoenix Love it,
0: and I really, really want to see those links to those posted on my page, by the way. Just okay. saying, hint, hint. i,
12: mean, I got to do better. Yeah, just Jay and I talked you about it a couple of weeks ago. We I have over 5,000
0: people in the Speakeasy Network that you could be inviting to every show. I will do better. Thank you, dear. Do not Take advantage of, of us. <laughs> Take <laughs> advantage <laughs> of us, <laughs> baby.
12: It. This has always been a great place for me to share my poetry with, and the love that you give us is beyond all comprehension. So I'm happy to be here, and I look forward to seeing
0: you next week. I love you, sis. We'll talk to you then.
12: Love you, too, sis.
0: Bye, <laughs> Bye hon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have... A special treat for you. We have coming up to the mic the lovely, the beautiful Miss Lola Lawrence. Lola, welcome hello. to hello, the show. Hello. Thank you very
3: much.
0: <laughs> I had to play the smooth jazz in the background, you know, you just you have that
5: name. <laughs> I find it – so Lola is like my my alter ego. She's my like sexy, like mysterious side, but like my real-life side is goofy and and awkward and weird, so.
0: I love both sides of you. I love all of you. I am so glad to meet you. Welcome.
5: Same. I keep – I've been mean and solicitive forever, ever since I met Jimmy, and I just – my ADHD brain kept forgetting, and then another writer shared – I think last week that uh, Jimmy had read one of his pieces, and I was like, oh, so I actually scheduled it in my Google Calendar, so I would get an alert.
0: <laughs> I feel so special now. I made it to your Google Calendar. <laughs> yes, you're <are> my Google <laughs> That's Calendar. That's awesome. Well, it's your first time calling in, so before you read, if you would please be so kind as to tell us a little bit about you how you met jimmy and how he introduced you why he encouraged or what he said about how he invited you to the show and actually hang on a second hey jimmy are you there i'm here okay so i'm going to have you i'm (laughs) i'm going to have you on with me is that okay can i bring you on with lola sure okay I saw you call in. I was, I was hoping you were on here so I could bring you on, so thank you. So I'm going to let you introduce Lola, and you two can talk a little bit about who she is and introduce her to your community here, and then I'm just going to let you take over here if you want. You want to?
2: Absolutely. You know, I'm always down. Okay, she's – there uh, you go. I'm not as good of a co-host as Christopher, but I'll give it my best shot. Uh <laughs> oh, you do awesome. You're fine. <laughs> when I – First got my page going. Uh, of course, I've been on Facebook for a long time. But when I got my page going uh, in the actual that area of Facebook. I didn't know any. Uh, Lola was one of the first people I encountered, um, and I I was lucky enough to see a spoken word video that she had up. And Lola, you may remember, I was blown away. I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding me? And I don't I know remember it, how long after that I told you about the Speak but uh, you know, and that was something that we we had. Mentioned since then, but, but um, yeah, uh, really, you're definitely in for a treat tonight. It really is good. She, as um, far as spoken word goes,
5: actually I appreciate that way. I remember you even said because I tend to do more. Um, I I either write erotic poetry, like dark poetry, or like mushy gushy love stuff. <laughs> and Jimmy was like, I don't even like this kind of stuff, but this is really good <laughs> I felt flattered. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah, so no, I um yeah, I, I really enjoyed Jimmy's work and uh I'm uh, all about his his spoken his spoken pieces. I, I just I love listening to him. So
0: very cool. I'm glad that you're here and would love to see what you're
5: going to bring us tonight. Um, uh, the first one I was going to read, it's actually from my book. I published my first uh, standalone book last November. Um, so it's uh, definitely my baby. Um, took me three years to get it out because I kept having those moments where I was like, this is complete crap. Nobody's going to want to read it. You know, all the, and I like crashed literally two whole drafts before I finally got it together (laughs) and uh, (laughs) published it. So, um, so it was definitely a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into this. So. All right. Um, I'm excited to see what you bring. all right, this is a, I don't title my pieces because I'm horrible at titles, to be honest. So none of my, <laughs> my pieces are titled. <laughs> um, All right, so we'll this call this Speak
2: her, Easy Piece Number One.
5: <laughs> right, that'll work. Um, so this is from my book, Alchemy in the Dark. Love in dissection. Drink the life from my marrow. Rip apart to see what's inside. The pulse of me sustains. Where did I go? Listless dreaming drained the life from us, excise out the cancer. A shard here, a shard there, splintered wreckage love. No wonder I grew cold. Piece it back together, knit the bones anew, construct some blueprint, paint by number's perfection. This calculated passion is how we lost our way. I wanted the wolves in your blood. You gave me watered-down wine. And peace? Yep, is it.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot to say, oh, shit, and peace, and you're done, so we
5: know. I never know if um, someone's
0: doing a dramatic pause or not, so so if you say and peace, I know it's okay to open my mouth then.
5: Mine tend (laughs) to not be very long. Like, I am definitely more of a short I have a few that are that are of the long variety, but most of mine are not. <laughs> okay,
0: go ahead, Jimmy. Well, I, I love the
2: poem. It really, for me, there's there's kind of that um, you know a tinge of that dark gothic feel, and, and it's just and and Lola is Lola. You just you, you have, uh, and this is what I noticed when I first heard you. Um, you know, spoken word is about. Uh, passionate about injecting the words with feeling about, you know, saying it to get across the emotion that you're trying to express. A huge part of it also is knowing when to, you know, when to pause at key moments and where, you know, where how to let your voice carry it. And I thought that was honestly a perfect poem to bring for a first reading and to really, and really showcase that about your work. Definitely. Myla? I, I appreciate it.
0: I love that you talked about writing erotica and I would be really interested in hearing some because for me writing erotica, you know, maybe you can send me a couple if you're not sure whether they could be read on the show or not,
5: because I'm, I, I mean, pieces I've had someone here. The, like, yeah. None of my pieces have any of like the, the dirty words. Like all of my stuff is very like, you have to like, between the lines. Yeah. Like it. yeah, it's, it,
2: Really, Nyla, um, Lola, if I can interject here, Lola is, to me, the perfect erotica is erotica that is not hardcore. It is not blatant in your face. It's not really – it's designed absolutely to make you blush, but you won't know it by the words that are in it. It's more about the expression, and I think that uh, Lola does it really well. Um, I have an idea of the piece that she's going to read next, and I think it would be fine for the show cool. And I was all worried. Hey, Violet. before we get started. I, I am
0: absolutely nipple. not worried at all.
5: Nipple, oh, nipple, geez, nipple. I messaged Jimmy with an, another writer and I who um, I know she's listening, so she had better get her happy butt on here next time because I'm going to expect it. But anyway. Um, What's your name? We, uh, What's your her name? name's Anna. Anna, get on here. Okay. Yeah. Please. So I'm, I, I'm a bad influence on her. I'm trying to break her out. But uh, we're we're in a group <laughs> chat on Facebook. So I was posting poems, and they're like, "Is this one okay? Is this one okay?"
3: That's
5: awesome. So I ran them all by Jenny first.
2: Yep. And you know my nipple sensor was working, so we're good. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh goodness
5: okay well this one is it's another one from my book um, so my book is broken broken down into three sections um and my all my spicy stuff is at the end um so this this book really was a uh, very much about like my own healing journey, and the reason I included um a lot of the erotic stuff was because um like that, like, sexual energy was is very much a huge part of my healing journey. So Mm -hmm. it was part of my transformation, so that's why I included it. So here's my untitled piece number two. Um, I want to feed on you like a woman starved. Consume you until you only remember my name. Overfilled ecstatic contortions, your body bends for me, beckons flirtatious lips to commit the most outrageous sins upon your flesh, swallow the adrenaline-throbbing need, eyes locking my tease your fervent desire, brimming with promises yet kept that you may be delivered from evil seductions, my throat purring when you become feral under my spell. Boundary pushed and delectable raw rapture exposed until your hand captures this wild creature. Run your tongue up my soul and savagely love me. End piece.
0: You used two of my very favorite pieces. My very very favorite words, (laughs) feral and savage. I love those words so much. Very cool. And that was beautiful. And there was actually nothing, nothing yeah. with that that could not have been read on the show. Yeah, that's, that's really. the general
5: aesthetic. Is I, I like, like I said, my, my Lola part is very mysterious and seductive and, like, teasing. So, like, that's the way that I tend to write.
0: Probably the hardest erotica that's ever been read on the show is mine. Nobody's ever, I don't think anyone's ever read anything as bad as some of mine. But mine don't use naughty words. I mean, mine mine doesn't have graphic stuff, you know, in it either. But I thought that was beautiful. I thought it was amazing. And, Jimmy, I am so glad you brought her to us, because now I can play saxophone music on the air.
2: You know... (laughs) I, I am. I, I just want to say real quick. I know you have other callers, but I want to say real quick. Thank you, Lola, for calling in. And uh, you know that erotic piece was. a, You said beautiful, Nyla, and, and I couldn't agree more. And when you can say that, and 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 it's, but still, it loses none of its steam, passion injected into the word. Um, I, I thought it was magnificent, magnificently read. And uh, Lola, I definitely hope that you will come back.
5: I absolutely will and I appreciate you guys for having me on and thank you, Jimmy, for all the encouragement you give me and and I I greatly appreciate you.
2: It's really my truly my pleasure and I I appreciate the heck out of you too, my
3: friend. Group hug. Group hug. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Lola.
0: Yes, thank Anna, we would much. love to have you come and join us. Malola, thank you. I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you sharing. And you're no longer a newbie. You're now part of our family. We have adopted you. And I cannot wait to get to
5: know you better through <laughs> your right. words. Well, you're now in my Google calendar, so I promise. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> <often. clears throat>
0: oh, too funny. All right, sweetheart, we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good night. Bye, hon. Thank you, Jimmy, for popping back on. I don't know if that's why you called back in, but I appreciate you doing that.
2: Uh, I called in to listen to her, but, I, you know, I'm always up. If I'm available, I'm always there to pop on for you.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for bringing her to the show. I really, really appreciate it. You're amazing. Thank Absolutely.
2: you. Absolutely. I only bring you the best, right?
0: Right. Give your Facebook page for you. me again real quick. I got
2: it. I got Kimmy I got, uh, Ray Davis come check it out Anytime.
0: perfect
2: thank you Natalie All right, Henry. We'll, we'll
0: talk to you next week thank you love you too <laughs> bye bye right. bye bye very cool alright she sure was amazing you guys hey 732 if you want to come on the air please press 1 407 if you want to come on the air please press 1 so that I know that it's okay to bring you on we have area code let me check real quick 3 Three four seven three seven. Star. That's star seven. Hi, baby girl. If you want to read, press one. I love you. I miss you. It's so good to see you. Hugs and kisses and loves and snuggles and all that good stuff. Okay. I know she's just listening, Robbie, but, you know, I have to let her know she's loved. All right. Our next caller comes from area code. Five, eight, five. You are on the air.
7: Well, hello. I'm glad to be on the air.
0: <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart? My darling, my darling. Well,
7: I'm gonna make it. So, um, so we had a little naughtiness going on, huh?
3: A I, little, um, yeah.
7: A bit, right? So, I didn't know what I was gonna read. I just wanted to come and visit, but then I figured. You can't come and visit for free. You got to do some work here. So I figured I'd do something here, and uh, I guess it was Lola. She gave me an idea of what I should do. So, Are you going to
0: read something naughty?
7: Somewhat. You know, I like I like um, children's rhymes and you because know, there's, like, stories behind all of those, you know. It's like there's this part they tell the children, and then there's the part that they don't. And so since the kids already know the part that they've heard, now that they're grown, they can hear the part that nobody talked about. Mm-hmm. So said, said Jill to Jack, You make me shiver till I'm about to shake. My heart a quiver like a damn earthquake. With sound and fury like ear-splitting thunder, I'm flushed with a gush from heat from down under. Oh, how do you do what you do when you do what keeps me climbing this hill with you? Your fingers, your lips, and all up to the hilt, its weight and its wiggle, and how it was built. That thing, that thing. oh, come on, give me some. You make me, you take me to hell and back when I come to me sweetly. Love me completely. Come on, Jack, just one more good one, then we can go back. You know old King Cole, and I'm no Snow White. You're just good-loving Jack, a randy man of mine. I'm but a poor girl who just can't say no since you filled me to Brennan and thrilled me so. <laughs> uh,
0: I love it. <laughs> naughty nursery rhymes. It does not get better.
7: You know I like rhymes. <laughs> I, like.
0: I do know you do. And
7: I like naughty, too. Especially when you can, when, somehow when you put it in a rhyme, it's like, you know, it's, like, it's not like deep, talk sensual, like it's going to burn your finger if you touch it. It's like, you know, okay, right? that's cool.
0: <laughs> it's kind it of sense. like, you know, a woman can say anything she wants and still sound ladylike if she adds the word indeed to the end. Like, you're such a fucking <laughs> asshole. Indeed. <laughs> you know? It just makes it ladylike. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just say, did I really say that in my out loud voice?
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's deep. Uh, if you didn't say it, just, that was the other part that came before it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so here's a, um, there I go, there I go, there I go. Spooning in the cellar, getting my solid kick off the sneaky peek. Blowing puffs of gauge. and ill wind and stormy weather on a starlit Harlem rooftop. Stardust not turn. I'm in the mood for love. Duke, Basie, Lester. Billy and them. Wardell, blowing scrapple from the apple. Cool, like bird and dizzy. It's reed, solid kicks, killing jive. I'm in the mood for jazz. Miles, baby, I hear you. Train. It's a love supreme. In the wow. mouth. In dance. the moon.
0: You were done, right?
7: With that? Yes. I didn't
0: interrupt you? Okay. No, you. I was scared for a minute. I you thought were I interrupted not. you. Okay. Good. All right. That was beautiful. I loved both of them.
7: Fun stuff to do.
0: I even wrote on my doodle doodle for this week. It says curry is hot.
7: <laughs> Why? Because. of which. Oh,
0: too
7: cool. So I got some things going. I got um, Sunday. I got I don't know a reading that we're gonna do, and I do some jazz and blues poetry. And uh, coming up in October, I got a, a seminar I have to do for blues poetry. And, you know, the usual one too many plays that I couldn't say no to, so we're in rehearsal for that. And, of course, we're doing the radio two nights a week. Um, for anyone who might be interested, if they didn't see it, they should find the platform to see um, see it on demand. Uh, CNN did a retrospective on Little Richard, which some of us saw on the uh, past Sunday. And you know, Little Richard was just a, a great performer, and he, as much as anybody, can lay claim to being, you know, the true uh, father of rock and roll, um, as has as been bestowed this vote, this vote bestowed upon Elvis and everybody else likes to wear the mantle too. But Little Richard was seriously seriously it if anybody else was. So uh, the fact that was queer and unabashedly clear at a time when it wasn't accepted the way it's accepted now. I'm sure that when little Richard was um, doing his thing back in 1955, he had no idea that it would ever be legal for queer people to marry or any of what we take for granted and what we're fighting to hold on to now that the tide has turned on liberalism. So it's a it's a worthwhile thing to watch because it's an insight into the society we're living in and the arts world in particular, and especially in the music called rock and roll. So I just want to give that a plug. And partly I'm saying that because just last night um, I used that as a point of departure in uh, recording my Chicago show. My show comes on in Chicago. It's called Blacks and Blues. And it comes on 10 o'clock Central Time on Saturday night at org. And as I said, this time I did uh, use the Little Richard thing as a jump-off point. Talks about Little Richard and uh, Billy Wright and Esquireta, all of those were femme, queer people, uh, rock and rollers of the time. And so that's kind of included in the show I did last night. Uh, the other show I have is the original Blacks and Blues, which is a three hour show, which is tomorrow night, Friday at uh, nine PM Eastern time at W R U R we got we actually have new call letters. It's called The Root. B-H-R-O-U-T-E, the and, uh T H R O U T E the Root dot org. And that's what keeps me busy when I'm not here on Thursday night. I haven't been able to be here the last couple of weeks. So I wanted to make it a point to be here tonight, and I've enjoyed myself Well, you're myself missed when here. you're
0: not here. Know that.
7: See, I'm missed here when I'm not here, so I'm glad we can <laughs> connect tonight.
0: Me too. Did fantastic, Doug. I appreciate it. Both of those pieces were just incredible.
7: They Thank were fun you. to do. All right, sweetie. Thank you.
0: All righty. We'll talk to you soon, hon. Okay. Our next caller is Mr. Robbie, baby.
13: Hello, Nyla. How are you?
0: I am wonderful. How
13: are you doing, sir? Oh, not too bad. Uh, Keeping busy. (laughs) Uh, So I have, uh, one darker poem here, slightly darker, and, uh, I have something called Mr. Glass, and it's the uh, the frog poem that you wanted that I didn't get a <laughs> chance to read. <do. laughs> well, you asked for it, right? And, I, hey, I don't know if you've seen the I don't know if you've seen those before. Glass frogs they like transparent from the underside, so that way, uh-huh. like when when the predators look up, they just see right through and they can't really see them as well, so they miss them. And you can, you can see all the insides and everything, it's really, it's really, it's really funky, it's really cool. Uh, anyway, so I'll read Corrupted Beauty first. Corrupted Beauty, what vice decayed the wings of your magnificence? What letters of sorrow were delev- delivered to you in mid-flight to bring decay to your once beautiful fluttering wings? Your flight seems rather frayed and decayed of late. As your wings rot away slowly and mysteriously, all the more tragic for only recently being so very beautiful? Are you a soul wandering, lost and confused, stuck between this life and the next? Or are you the nexus of some horrid black magic that takes souls away to be delivered to the sinister machinations of a mysterious god with a dark heart? I would tear off those wings, Decayed as they are But alas I am afraid to do so For fear Of what dark magic It may release I shall simply watch Those wings beat on O wayward soul Of unknown provenance And hope that whatever Came to corrupt your beauty That this loathsome force Never comes for me And there's a song From Silent Hill 3 soundtrack Good old Silent Hill So much inspiration there. Uh, It's called The Letter from Lost Days. And we shift from ripping off decayed wings to a glass frog. (laughs) Go figure. Maybe we could combine the two into some unholy abomination, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No doubt, right? I can't wait to hear it.
13: (laughs) Decayed wings and a glass frog. It takes off and... That's a Halloween poem there Some kind of
0: I was going to say That sounds like a Halloween poem
13: (laughs) (laughs) A fucked up frog (laughs) Anyways The rotting frog In the bayou Anyways uh, Here we go (laughs) Amongst the flora And fauna Of the reeds and ponds I love So unique Transparent to nature's delight All of nature Can see my inner machinations A subtle manifestation Of evolution's clear wit The edges of my body diffuse To hide me from my predator's grit Like a mascot I appear Cute as ever could be Tiny and bright Eyes bulging with all their might Truly nature has given me Much to be spoken upon Much facts over people to delight Tiny and unassuming Yet so full of wonder am I I show humanity the wonders that nature can bring, Brrr, ribbit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if, if that isn't, if that isn't indicative of an end poem, I don't know what is. I don't think. I don't think that you can <laughs> say anything much after ribbit. Brrr, ribbit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, oh, you, I you
13: know, love look it. them up for sure. If, if look up pictures of them after the show, they're just the cutest, funniest looking little things. They have these, these eyes that are like about five times too big for their heads. <laughs> Hilarious! That's funny. Uh, I will most I assuredly
0: was, look them up.
13: <laughs> I hope Jimmy was uh, listening, and I hope he heard uh, "Corrupted Beauty." I uh, uh, I was I had him a little bit in mind when uh, I was reading that one there. So, uh, yeah. So there we go. My two poems for the day. For the night.
0: Very, very, very cool. Great job on that. I'm glad you were
13: able to call in tonight. Huh, you bet. Yeah, I got home uh, earlier. Well, I, I finished earlier from work, earlier at work, but uh, I still got home a little later because I ended up doing a couple more things. But I still, yeah, still uh, ended up home a little earlier anyway and uh, was able to just call in. <laughs>
0: Appreciate it. I really do. Yeah, I know you yeah. don't always get a chance to, but it's appreciated a lot when you can. Cool. <laughs> 'cause you're Rob, Robbie baby. <laughs>
13: oh, you know it's, uh, I, I always have these nicknames you know like there's poet emeritus and in both inside the community poetry and outside and, and at work I've been uh I've been deemed the Bears of knowledge <laughs> the Bears
3: <laughs> the
13: guy uh, the the pawn stars pawn max was it hardcore pawn stars so, so some sort of mm-hmm. like pawn shop store and uh, yeah, the, one of the guys there—they call him the Beard of Knowledge because everything that comes in that they need inform, information on, they just give that to him, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, this is this and that." And he's never—he's never, he's never <laughs> been hung up like he's—he's he's always got it. And I—and he called me the Beard of Knowledge because I—I I just do such a good job with like, well, Rob, I can't find this item for the or for orders. I mean, we're for online orders, you know, like, where, so where, where is this? I'm like, ah, it's right there. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. I am, I'm, along with Poet Emeritus and Robbie Baby and a thousand other names, I am now, a, a, as I stroke my beard over the phone, I am a beard of knowledge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: All right, darling, tell everyone how to find you.
13: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Facebook under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry, and uh, so if you just look under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry under Facebook, you'll find me connected. You'll find everything there, the with the SoundCloud and, and all such th- and all those things and that, and I am not, I do not run a poetry site called Poets Gone Wild because one time I said that as a joke and they thought I was serious, and they said, you can find Robbie at Poets Gone Wild. I'm like, no, no, I was I was kidding. I was kidding. I do not run that website. Do not do not go to that website. I don't want your I don't want you to get a virus because of my joke.
0: <laughs> that is too awesome. All right, sweetheart. I hope that you can be here next week. I would really love it, always. So uh-huh. good job tonight.
13: Yeah. Thanks.
0: Thank you, baby. We'll talk to you soon, honey.
13: Yeah.
0: Good night, sweetie. All right. It looks like our last caller for the evening is area code seven three two. Mr. Schwartz.
14: Oh. Hey yeah, here's my iPhone. Oh, yeah, I'm smashed on alcohol. I was just gonna listen. So, um anyhow. If the muse of mirrored eyes and silently agrees with the crystalline glint and the sapphire heart, if hey, love is why, never are we to be questioned nor burdened with a promise of maybe, for thine inner beauty is forever to be seen. You know who Iris Dement on rider, Iris Dement? No.
0: Phone right. No, I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear the first part of that
14: because you cut out. Yeah. Do I know the what? phones are no fun once a day. Oh well. <laughs> That's sucks. Not, nothing. The phone sucks. It's out of control. Anyhow, writing a review on Irish Dement. It's music perfection. Okay, here's something wacky. Here's an Allen Ginsberg Bob Dylan outtake. So, everybody's drunk. Here we go. I wish I had no money that fell. wish I had a little paper towel. I wish I had a wife of my, my own or a boyfriend I could own. Who are wings in the air under this perfumed air? And who are they sitting there in the polluted scare? What at the end of the road who thinks our weary load? Which way we going to now? Wish I had my sacred cow. Crawl by knees that he knees, he knows. Need an old lady that I feel like going it all alone. That'll know I'll need me like a midnight hour, going and leaving, spinning like a flower. For you, for you, for you, oh baby, for you. Sing me a little song, but those never be harp. that. That fell on higher plea to play, move back and someday fall to heaven so high. I will bring my eye, I will bring my body, I will bring my song, I will bring my nose, I will bring my toes. I'll bring my ears. I'll bring my tears. I'll bring my feet. I'll bring hair so neat. I will bring beats so long. I will bring my song. I will take the heaven. My thighs, my loins, and my wide eyes. I'll take the heaven. My ribs, and that woman comes or gives. I'll take the heaven. My arm, and I'll take the heaven. My hum. I'll take the heaven. What gives, and that's what's getting. I'm coming involved with these things, right or wrong. I'm coming to sky with my stellars empty as my eye. I'm coming home. I'm going home to my Lord who is my soul. I'm coming back to a complete completeness. That's nobody that is awesome. insider stuff. Yeah, oh uh, whatever. <laughs> hey, it's like the thinking man's clown longs to answer or ways of securing the after fact. He's overwhelmed by free will so attacks the audience. The audience is overwhelmed by the future rebellion the debate fell into silence like a great interruption. A creature of habit in this repetitious conditioning of society, we are the future of the industrial island, the institutional opportunity. Everything is as you need it to be. All we got, that's what's best for most, leave those deserving without. As all that is, all that can be, what's left to be can't be denied. All you have is your life, live as you are. The freedom begins at the heart. The freedom of the mind is the freedom no system can take away. We'll raise the flag and celebrate those Republicans who dress and drag. We'll rid the earth of plastic bags. We'll plant trees so the world can breathe. We'll bring light and kind faith and the universal law will take its course and the sensibilities that become one within the same sky. The freedom within is the freest of freedoms. That's this week's Ed. It's nonsense. You're very welcome, sir. I thank you. Iris Dement, 9 3 The Vogel account, Basie Red Bank. The Vogel is meticulous. The setting of tables on the floor is reminiscent of the bottom line. The air is a communal atmosphere of professionalism and beatitude. The upstairs tables are of an unobstructed view. The room is set with perfect sightlines for audience and artists. Iris' opening stage conversation segues from the mimicking of a GPS guidelines to the three musicians humanizing a sense of welcoming as each show carries their endless journey unto a new beginning. Is anyone from Red Bank? Silence in the space between the realization that maybe no one in the attendance is from Red Bank. And that creates a reply of, let's leave that, let's leave that be, for neither are we. And that brings to fruition the appreciative welcoming of those who have heard her before and those experience her music for the first time, for we are now all together. After the first two songs, Iris moves over to the piano performing Sing the Delta. A gospel swing rolls open the soul to embrace the inclusion of infinite acceptance. It's sacred when you hear it. Six, seven, eight. Joking about how her womanhood in the later song moved to the sixth fret. Unique as her voice is a pocketed arrangement and the knowledge of her recording team is empirical and an understanding of the natural motion of songwriting perfection. The presence of John Prime arrives in the random selection of a guitar pick. Some of the songs Iris performed could have been included on Bob Dylan's Love and Fest, Love and Fest Staying True to the Muse. This kind of happy, a song on her third album, co-written with Merle Haggard. Maybe a radio song or two in the beginning of Once would confront by such a machine and the true self-advice from John Prime to move the reality forward a bit without being indebted into an industry standard of formulated repetition. See these, that's all a work in progress. That's about it. Then the list, so I there.
0: I love that you bring your work in progress. Yes, I'm here, of course.
14: Yeah, it kinda ends with six, seven, eight. It's sacred when you hear it, and then it'll jump to six, seven, eight. The presence of John Prime arrives in the random selection of a guitar pick. It'll be done by tomorrow. I'm I'm smashed on alcohol which is cool for a couple of electric lines. Then the light bulb burns out. Yippee doodle do. It was freaking two days of <laughs> 100 degrees. Two days, oh, it was terrible. Two days of 100 degrees. So my neighbors supplied some extra so I didn't have to walk. To get, I do not really drink much. so But I wanted to keep this moving. It'll be done by tomorrow, and everything's going on around here. There's three things Saturday, and, and Sunday's the meticulous coffee shops stuff. Uh, Hey, I was I was going to listen. I was just punching in every now and then. And then you said, you know, punch in and I can read. So I'm just watching Rogue One.
0: Oh, I would be sad how, if you didn't of, punch in to read, so.
14: Thanks. In the words of Bob Dylan, how can I serve you? How can I serve thee? you got to serve <laughs> somebody. What can I do for you? Just wow. be you. That's <laughs> the absolute best thing you can do. Yeah, Iris Dement is musical perfection. She's part of John Prime, and her first album came out in 92. Merle Haggard um, befriended her early on, and she's very um, steady. Uh, uh, fuck Texas' gun laws, and a lot of people in the audience are wearing, like, Fuck Trump shirts. She's re- really um, – and she comes from a Pentecostal upbringing. So it's really something. And she's an absolute, absolutely musical perfection. So that's this week's nonsense here on the East Coast. Aren't you glad I didn't <laughs> talk about Bruce? <laughs> you want to hear like whatever. Hey, thanks. You, hey, You're very welcome, fucking. sweetheart. The one thing earlier was the best thing, the full moon of my people and the land and all that freaking. That's some heavy, heavy stuff. That's the best thing. I should know when he's reading so I I could punch in right then. Thank you.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. All right, baby, give me a favor. Okay. Tell everyone how to find you.
14: Oh no, go go listen to Iris Dement. D e m e n t. I r i, I r i s. Listen to Iris Dement. What else are we promoting? Oh, nothing, New Jersey poetry renaissance. That's that's okay. But nah, everybody go listen to Iris Dement and be kind to each other. We're okay here. Everything's cool. I don't know. I like Instagram. I don't care. What a, never now going that far. Okay, I'll see you later.
0: <laughs> All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you next oh. week, baby.
14: Yeah, yeah, it's legal. Light it up. The stuff's the best. Okay, be at peace. Good
0: night, hon. All right, everyone. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. Remember to get those frogs frog haikus written. I will get that post up on my page no later than tomorrow so you can start posting those that will get you entered into the drawing next week we'll have another subject for your haikus and we're just going to have some fun with this so we are going to close the show with a piece by king's cadence and i am looking at let's do the hanging tree i like this one all right you guys we'll see you next week good night everybody
10: This is King's Cadence, and this piece is called The Hanging Tree. Who's those people that I see? My color fathers and mothers labeled suicide. Captured souls never actually roam free. So young as she hung from a tree that hows and whys no one can really agree. A family fully knowing they can't accept the storylines that they see. We aren't buying what you were selling or believing the lies that you were telling. No one is investigating so cold cases as where it's heading. Not me. Not me, I don't want to be on the hanging tree where I swing in mystery and my family screams in misery. Because too many questions and not enough things unanswered answered for. Too many news reports of lies and evil ground they standing on. How many people must we lose before you see how in the open is what they're doing? Too many accidents and suicides of you and I, but hate is actually brewing. We're trying to hold it together, but we are fools by no means. This is no dreams. We are being purged and it's done if for sure scheme. But not me. Not me. I don't want to be on the hanging tree of our swing and mystery and my family screams and misery not me not me in peace